This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You probably need to, I'm going to keep my gain a little low. So if you want me to crank up the levels before I send it to you, or you can mess with it if you want, it's up to you. No, I can pump up the volume as I see fit. You can make it all like this if you want. Is, is that movie on y'all's podcast? Let's do the movie Pump Up the Volume. No, I've never even seen it. I think it's ain't that a Christian Slater movie? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it when we talked about Gleaming the Cube, but we never did ah, that one. Yeah. It's a bunch of these movies. I'm surprised y'all ain't done. Y'all ain't done Cuffs yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say there's a lot of Christian Slater coming soons. The Christian Slater. But what was Christian Slater thinking? That's a month for you right there. Money. <laughs> No, there's a there there's um not an interview, but there's a dude who worked as like a like a comedian who worked in a really small part on a Christian Slater movie. It was like mm-hmm. one of those like very limited release, but mostly VOD. Um, yeah. And he said uh, he asked him, he's like, "So what's our motivation?" And he go and Christian Slater literally just goes, "No, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's a paycheck movie." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least he know. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's well aware that of the movies he does that he's not like. <laughs> He's not, like, invested in. It's not going to be a Criterion Collection movie. You got to admire the self-awareness, though. That's how I remember your boy uh, Samuel Jackson made a comment about that years ago. He's like, shit, R- Ice-T did, too, even. He's like, I'm not going to turn down no paycheck, bro. You got your mind. I think Gerard Butler did, too, before. They asked him, like, why do you get <laughs> all your, uh, all your, your movies, uh, you know, in general, don't get the greatest reviews. And he's like, yeah, but I get paid, so. They make money, shit. He's in a bunch of fucking movies. <laughs> Oh, man, I just cracked the shell on my neck. God damn, uh-huh. I don't know if you heard that. <sighs> I think we're losing each other. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. Oh, here we are. Are we back? Yeah, so you got a poor connection there, homie. Yeah, it's coming back now. <laughs> are we good now? Oh, yeah, you, you there. Okay, yeah. Did it, it stop recording, or did, did it keep recording? No, 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 no. You, no, oh. you can. You don't have to mess with the audacity shit. Oh, it's duh, just the yeah. uh, just the internet oh. bullshit. It only happens when I call you guys. I don't know what it is. It's a poor connection to Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> because we all know. Well, that's weird though, because we all know that Cleveland rocks. Oh my, that's a Drew Carey show reference. Goddamn. <laughs> the whitest thing I could talk about. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, we got this movie to talk about. I don't know, man. <laughs> this shit's, This is all your fault, too. Listeners, this is all Brennan's fault. And I would like to upfront, without getting into the movie, because obviously we're going to, <laughs> um, I would like to upfront apologize in some part, because uh, there are parts of this movie that I did not recall, and they were much more prevalent than I remembered. I'll just say that. Oh, there was a point, because um, I showed the spirit, the trailer... And she saw some of the imagery in the trailer, and she was just like, what the fuck? So she uh, didn't actually really, that's why she's probably not here yet, because she didn't really watch the movie. She just wouldn't, like, look up at it every now and again, and then would look at me with this look, and I would just shrug my shoulders like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you as if, like, Brent, why did you direct this film? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't, because she's yeah. like, because at one point, we know, we'll, we'll get into it, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into Brendan. it. Yeah. You got to go ahead and start this show off, man, since this is all your fault. Nah. <laughs> I will take 
this responsibility by saying theme music. There you go. What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. I'm Brendan. Yeah, I would say you're on official fourth and you ain't no guest no more, man. <laughs> I guess. And this is the home video hustle where we do what? Hustle, motherfucking hustle. There you go. It's one of the weird hustles today, man. Nah, what? No. This is, this is in the category of like the, the cannibal holocaust and the Serbian films. It's one of them type folks. But less coherent narratively. Yeah, I'm right off the bat. You know what? I'm just going to say... As a fucking movie, a Serbian film is way better. <laughs> as a movie. As, as a, a film. As a cohesive <laughs> movie with a plot. With a fucking narrative. Yeah. And I can. I followed the plot as fucked up as it was. I followed that plot in a Serbian film. I don't know what... Look, my, I have almost a full page of notes because I just wrote down everything because I'm like, I don't know what any of this shit means. <laughs> Brett, literally... When stuff happened, I just wrote down what happened. <laughs> exactly. Some of my notes are just quotes from the movie, and some of it is just like me going like, because when I when it, I don't know what happened, and I just put, I put this in the note in brackets, because letting myself know as I'm talking, like, okay, I didn't know what happened here. There's a lot of fucking brackets on this page, bro. <laughs> More brackets than an NCAA tournament. And man. But uh, yeah, fuck it, man. We talking about what is it? <laughs> and everybody I'm just gonna get is right like, to it. yeah, everybody right now is like what is it i don't fucking know it's it's a movie by crispin hellion glover i guess yeah you know it's fancy because he uses his middle name but um i think people out there i think you probably at least most of you have a good sense of who crispin glover is i mean he's he was in back to the future he was in uh, uh he was in willard. The, the willard friday the 13th part three four, or four, four, it four? four. okay <laughs> um so, sorry hey hey, uh, hey. He There's a the, guy that makes music for this podcast named Trade Voorhees. I have to get that type of shit right. <laughs> <laughs> he's the uh, he's the creepy thin man in Charlie's Angels. Yeah, they, that's probably the one, actually one. That, all the movies you just said, that's going to be the one everybody knows in front of. Well, I don't know. That and Back to the Future, which one you think nowadays, though? Oh, probably Back to the Future. Let's be real. Because um, for a reference, I talked to the spirit, and she didn't know him from anything. Oh. So. Okay. I don't. I feel like he hasn't changed his look at all. No, it looks it looks the same as he did it. Like in Friday the uh, Thirteen Part, what? Well, it's not technically Part Four; it's the final chapter. Nerd shit. But in that <laughs> movie, he's super young and still looks the fucking same, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't aged a whole lot, which is surprising given his persona. I just assumed he did all the drugs in the world. I just assume he is the thin man from Charlie's Angels sometime. And then, of course, people uh, may know him from his infamous appearance on David Letterman. I didn't know until you sent me that video. That is, and if you haven't seen that clip guys what are you waiting for watch that clip it is ridiculous just type in crispin glover david letterman i'm sure it comes straight up but make sure you find the one where he looks insane 
because there's one where he's just like talking about his appearance like on the, on the next time he was on Mm-hmm. And it's like, eh, whatever. But like the one where he's wearing like striped pants with like huge heels and everything like that. Yeah, that's that's the one you want to see. <laughs> that's the director, folks. Just why as you're watching that, just remember that's the guy who directed this. And the writer. Movie. And the, and writer, the editor. Right. And the producer. Sound and the pr- mixer. <laughs> and the presenter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, oh, well, we'll get into the numbers here because there are, t- there are some numbers we don't have because this movie is technically not officially released. Nope. This just play. He just takes the shit to road shows and shows it to people. It does like a Q and A and some other shit like that. Which, by the way, he also apparently made two sequels to this. Yeah, I saw one. No, I said he's going to make another one. There's one that's out. There's one that he's there's somebody's in production or has been written but not directed or some shit. Mm. But yeah, the second one I read, I read the description a little bit and I was just like, oh no, and I was like. <laughs> If this one pissed the spirit off a whole lot, I can only fucking imagine what that second one would do. Have you read the description for it? No, I haven't. Would you care to read it for us? Oh, let me find. I got to find this exact one because the one on IMDb doesn't say much, but I looked somewhere else. Oh, I just I saw like buzzwords. I said like there were flag words. I was oh. like, oh, no. Oh, no. Let me find <laughs> it again. I should. Damn, I should have had it pulled up already. I should have known. I was about to bring this. <laughs> um. I guess maybe we should also say I don't know how, how what other way to put it. Um, the cast in this movie is mostly uh, uh, people with uh, severe disabilities. Yeah, I was um, I was looking it up. I saw there's a guy that's like cerebral palsy, and there's a like a bunch of cats with like Down syndrome or something. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that, and that's the whole cast. Everybody except Crispin Glover. Everybody else in the movie is like that. In any other situation, if it wasn't this movie, I'd be like, "Wow, that's really like that's a that's a cool idea to give like you know underutilized people like that some exposure." But we'll get into why that's maybe not okay. <laughs> All right, that's I can't find the exact one I was looking at. Oh, but I found one that pretty much says a lot of the same shit though. Okay, what is it called again? By the way, the sequel. It is fine. Everything is fine. Yeah. All right. It says, uh, what's this spoiler alert? We'll probably not talk. I'm sure we're not going to talk about this movie because I really mm. don't care to watch it after this. But mm-hmm. it says the lead actor, Stephen Stewart, has cerebral palsy and you can't understand anything he says. There are no subtitles. We are treated to the same long, unintelligible monologues. The script is written by the lead actor whose only interest seems to be living out his sexual fantasies on film. After he murders the first woman by strangling her in a very unconvincing fashion, he goes on to meet at least five more women who are inexplic- inexplicably attracted to him after which they immediately have sex with him and then are killed by him this is the whole movie just that thing i just described happening over and over again oh boy (laughs) and then they said uh does it sound like a great film to you if so have at it as for me i wish i hadn't wasted my time and money the feeling i was left with was quote where do filmmakers like crispin glover get the boss to subject us to this worthless garbage end quote if it is any indication of how bad this was i was a fan and was psyched to see this film so that means they must have liked this brennan but after i saw it i completely changed my mind obviously i won't be looking for tickets for the third film so it was just the the fucking next one was so bad that people that like this movie didn't fuck with it wow that's crazy that's what i'm saying I i'm kind of good <laughs> yeah i i'm i might watch it out of a morbid curiosity but never for uh anything like this yeah i don't know man i don't even think i care that much <laughs> yeah well um you should note uh brent besides obviously this movie like there's no actors that we really know except except besides crispin glover there's one other name that i recognized 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, it fucked me up because I was the whole movie. I was looking like, where the fuck is she? And then I saw the credit. She was just doing voiceover. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Feruza, Feruza Bach, who you may know from The Island of Dr. Moreau. Nope. That's not the one. That's not the one you recognized? Nope. But, oh, but no. That... That's not the movie I know her from. I mean, I know oh, her from something okay. else real dumb. Okay. <laughs> it's, I was on while I was waiting. I thought you were going to start listing movies off. I was waiting until you got to the one I knew. <laughs> no, that's the only one I know. I know her from the fucking Water Boy, bro. Adam Sandler movie. Oh, wait. Did you think the one I, I said wasn't dumb? <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, no. The one you said was one that definitely is going to have to get on this podcast one day because I want to see that. Yeah, I saw a documentary about it, but not the actual movie. Oh, the documentary about the island of Dr. Moreau is fantastic. That shit, like, I will watch that one day. It's going to be on this podcast. It'll probably be me and you doing that one again, because I don't think PJ will appreciate the, the garbage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I found the thing I was looking for, though. Okay. So this is the plot summary of the second film? Yeah, yeah. It was. Just, it's just like a quick review like type oh. thing. It's one out of ten, but the title is the thing that got me. This is why I said when I wrote, wrote, when I saw the title of the thing, I was like, yeah, this is one of the spirit. Cause it's all flag words. Pretty much. It's, it's rape, apologist, pedophiliac drivel. Oh God. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, you're probably not going to, but it says, it's not just that this film is offensive. It's that this film is terrible from the cinematography to the dialogue, to the gratuitous, unimportant rape scenes. This film is just not good. Sometimes art is made that pushes boundaries and makes people uncomfortable and has its place. But this isn't that. This is old tropes pulled from the 70s and displayed in a lackluster manner while celebrating its misogyny and applauding the pedophile. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. Um, the other credit for this movie, by the way, that kind of struck me a little um, was it says uh, Feruzabak and also Charlie Manson and his family singers. Yeah, I didn't get that. Was that supposed to be like a joke or is that like actual thing? I, I don't know. I think that might have been one of the songs. Maybe it was the the song uh, in this movie. Oh, there's only really one, and that's when real flags got dropped. That's when the spirit took an ear. Because she was watching you know, YouTube TV or watching like her Judge Mathis or something on her phone, and she pulled that earbud out and was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, was, I just looked like, yeah, you didn't hear that at first, did you? Because it kept saying it. So that's one of the parts that I totally didn't remember before bringing this movie here, and I am sorry. Well, here, just, just to throw it all out there, because I'm not even for sure if i want to put the trailer in a youtube video and shit I don't, i'm not decided to put that's how bad it is i don't know if i'm putting that in the tr- episode or not yeah it's it's rough oh and there's one thing in this movie i'm surprised like well fuck it there's like i don't know well or is it animal is it technically animal killing like cannibal oh, holocaust because there's yeah. a lot of that shit i totally forgot about that too <laughs> and it kept doing it. It's, it's uh, that's the two things in the way it kept doing. It. it kept killing animals, and it kept being racist as fuck. Yeah, racist as fuck, and killing snails. Yeah, like repeatedly to the point where they're like putting. Well, we'll you know we're gonna get in all that. I'm not even gonna spoil all that. Just know, yeah. get ready, folks. There's a lot of tr- bullshit coming your way. Yeah, tr- it's like, just probably not gonna be a long episode. We ain't got much to talk about. <laughs> g- genuine trigger warning for anyone listening right now. Yeah, because like I said, it, it was one of those things where the spirit legit looked over and then looked at me and then was like, what the fuck are you watching? And it was legit mad. Like, why are you watching this? Like, I think I forget. I think it was when the song came up and mm. she was just she just looked at me. She's like, why are you still watching this? I'd have been turning this shit off. And I was like, well, I already started it now on the podcast. Me and PJ always joke about how we ain't big pussy. We ain't scared. We'll watch shit. We ain't going to we what? You can't stop us. And I'm just watching it like yeah, this is one of them test movies. <laughs> it's gonna test that that how strong we gonna be on this podcast because there's a point where if it wasn't for the show it would have definitely got turned off oh yeah 
1000%. I think that's why I didn't remember stuff because I think when I had it on, I probably wavered in and out. I probably fast forwarded through stuff. So I think that's why certain things I was like, what? That's in this movie? Fuck. I will say the thing is, at least it's never been released. So nobody, like, only bad things out. Well, that's the thing. We're telling people about it. But at the same time, if they hear this and do want to see it, you know how fucking hard it's going to be to find it? I don't oh, know how yeah. hard it was, but... <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not easy. It it was something... Yeah. It, it, you're not going to find it. Just don't try. <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot of work for nothing. Right. But, yeah, what is it? It's from 2005. IMDb said it was an hour and 12 minutes, which made me happy. So I'm like, this is short. But then the, the version I watched was an hour and nine minutes. was even shorter. So I was like, thank you. At least I have that going for me. And then besides the credits, it was about an hour and two minutes. Yeah, yeah the credits I was watching. I actually sat through the whole thing until... Because, well, you know, we'll talk about this shit later. That's yeah, the end yeah. of the movie. But, um, <laughs> so many look tenses. At I know, right? <laughs> but did you look at any of the scores for the movie? IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and shit? Uh, I might have seen the critics one for Rotten Tomatoes, but that's it. All right, well, good. Well, IMDb, what do you think the fucking users on IMDb gave this? I don't, uh, 10. Well, okay, so maybe this is only the people that would have saw it at the, at the, the touring, I guess, that he did. Probably, yeah. Uh, so if somebody's going to one of those, they probably want to see it. They probably expect it to be weird. I'm going to say, like, like a. S- 6.3 uh it's high but i give it to you it was 5.7 out of 10 okay i'm sorry 5.6 out of 10 hey i might have dropped it <laughs> but <laughs> spoiler <after> alert I, <laughs> when i wrote it it was 5.7 now it's 5.6 and it can't be that many people leaving reviews on it so i might have dropped it hey but um and just to give you an idea of like imdb users i'm not gonna read like no reviews i'm just gonna say a couple numbers so right off the bat the first thing you see on user reviews is 10 out of 10 4 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 8 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 1 out of 10, 5 out of 10, 7, 10, 10, 4, 1, 1, 5, 10, 1. So, there you go. There, I, yeah, it's it's all over the map. The one when you first pull up this movie, the first one that pops up is a 10, though. <laughs> that's what they want to advertise out front. That's right. That's what Crispin was like, yeah, put that, put the 10 in the front. <sighs> Just put the 10. I, I can kick. <laughs> um, what you think the fucking critics gave it you said you already know but do you I remember think, I think I know the critics were like 50 on the dot I'm pretty sure yes sir it was 50% but what about the audience though how many critics though like 5 I don't know why you, why you think about the audience I'm gonna look that up real quick okay uh, 5 wouldn't make sense because how would they come to 50% um, <laughs> yeah uh, audience audience reviews wow <laughs> Again, this is probably that went out of their way to see it. I'm going to say like 55. All right, there's 10 uh, critic reviews, but you said 55 exactly, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I only knew the critics one because I saw it. Like, it popped up on Google. Uh, and I was like, fuck. So I didn't click on it to see anything else. I try. I tried to protect myself from that information. Oh, that's all good. Fuck it. I guess ain't nobody watching this shit. <laughs> at least I, I can tell you for a fact, nobody listening to this show is going to watch this shit after we talk about it i feel like anybody listening to this has never probably never even heard of this movie i had never fucking heard of this movie the 
the reason I heard of this movie was there was an article that said Crispin Glover is touring around the country showing a movie that he wrote, directed, edited, stars in, produced, and and that it said like it was one of the weirdest, like most fucked up movies ever made. And I was like, well, you, you can't say that and expect me not to watch it. You know what I mean? Like That's what I was telling the spirit, too. I was like, me and Brennan are both the same type of person, but we'll go on fucking like the internet and look at these lists of like, these are the top 10 most fucked up movies ever made and i'm gonna look at them and look and just be like that has potential podcast shit that might be on the podcast like that's how cannibal holocaust happened because yeah. pj's the same way when i told him about that movie and how everybody's like, oh my god oh my god he was like well let's watch it and i'm the same way brendan told me about this i saw the trailer and it had a little bit fucked up shit in there i didn't expect it to be so much in the movie yeah that, but i was I. just like fuck it let's watch it because <laughs> you already said Nathan's not going to do it. No. And having watched this, Brent, do you agree with that? Oh, I'm not even mad at him. I was like, you know what? It's probably for the best. Because <laughs> how do you exp- how do you talk about that shit? Hey, well, that's the challenge we face here. Well, I, I'm telling you, it's just it's just we're gonna talk about what happened. We're gonna talk about what it is. Yeah. What is it? Well, we'll take. Hey. Hey. Well, like I already said, our cell already is directed by Crispin Glover and it's starring. I wrote down all these names. I'm going to read them, goddamn. Oh, shit. Okay. It's starring Crispin Glover, Feruza Balk, Stephen C. Stewart, Michael Blevis, Ricky Whitman, John Encina, Kelly Swiderski, and Lisa Fusco. Those are on, on Wikipedia. Those are like the top built names. So I just wrote them all down. Also, does it say on Wikipedia how people are credited? Because that was fucked up. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Um, like the roles no, it, that they play? Yeah, it doesn't say, but at the end of the movie, you know what? It actually fucking helped a little bit to understand what the fuck happened in this movie. Because as I'm reading, I'm like, oh, that's what that was supposed to be? A little bit, but I was also like, man, you need to name your characters. Oh, that too. But it's just like, I I was like, oh, I see what the fuck that was supposed to be. Like, hold on, I'll give you a sample. Because on IMDb, they are credited as that. Yeah. So we have the young man, the young man's alter ego, the young man's fantasy girl, dueling demigod auteur... The young man's outer sanctum, inner sanctum concubine, the minstrel, yeah. uh, the minstrel's concubine, gravedigger, inner sanctum puppet show, something that's cut off, screaming snail, the young man's mother, monkey woman, and there's, yeah, there's a bunch of those. So yeah, that's the type of shit we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That Yeah, that's the fucked up cast list. <laughs> yeah, it was weird, but at least I was like, oh, so this is all supposed to be in this motherfucker's mind. I had thought so. But I didn't, I wasn't really understanding what the fuck was happening at the same time. So I'm like, maybe that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is the, or like, before we even get into it, this is the type of like movie that pisses me off because I love like Criterion, you know, that weird like art house shit that they call it. Of course. And when I try and describe certain movies to people, this is probably what they think I'm talking about. And I'm like, no, dude, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I thought when I was watching this movie. Cause I, I find it so like dismissive. When you like, like, you know, will like something kind of artsy or whatever, like, or, a, you know, a horror movie that's a little bit more than that, you know, it's got mm-hmm. some genuine, like you said, criterion quality to it. And you explain it and you tell someone and they're like, artsy fartsy bullshit. Exactly. And it, and yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like watching this. I'm like, this is what people who don't watch artsy movies think artsy movies are. It's like a parody. Like if there was a movie, like I, I like I've tried to explain Eraserhead to people so many times, and this is probably exactly what they imagine. But it's like if somebody was trying to like parody David Lynch movies or something, and they then yeah. this is the movie. This is a parody of an art house movie, in my opinion. Oh, it even happens like even like movies that aren't this like 
aren't like this oblique or like obtuse like uh like midsummer or something or something yeah, I, yeah. i'll describe that and, and they'll be like well that sounds really like artsy fartsy and i'm like not what why because it's not a just a typical horror movie like <laughs> it's different yeah it's fucking weird but then like i said in I, I now see, like, when I try and explain David Lynch to somebody and they tell me that, now I'm just, now I know what they're imagining in their head. They're imagining this shit. <laughs> well, we're here to tell you this is not David Lynch. <laughs> not at all. David Lynch is even looking at this like, what is this bullshit? Or, I, I can't do his voice that <laughs> way. That was a pretty good impression. Was it? Okay. Well, I'm going like to take the... it then. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see, by the way, if anyone hasn't seen it, there's a 17-minute movie on Netflix right now where David Lynch watch in- that. <laughs> interrogates a monkey. What it's called like what did what did Jack do or something? Yeah, or it's, some shit uh, like that. It's it's pretty it's delightful. <laughs> Coming soon because I'm watching that shit. It's 17 <laughs> minutes long. I don't know how long your episode will be. I don't care. I'm making I'm making somebody watch that. Just include it as a bonus <laughs> at the beginning. It might even be a Patreon hustle or something. There know. you go. There you go. But I gotta see that because I'm like I just I read the description. I was like, what the fuck? And I just haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> This is why there's no more Twin Peaks or anything. It's because of the fucking monkey movie. We have to see that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it took him like five years to make it, too. I think it did take a while because I remember somebody in the review was saying that it's, they've been like hearing about it for a while now. That's hilarious. So I have no idea, man. So what is it, Brent? I don't fucking know. It's a lot of weird opening credits, I remember. Uh, And um, a snail. Yeah. And a record player. Yeah, I remember it was like this real zoom in shot on the snail or some shit, right? Yeah. This whole movie has this... Okay, so the soundtrack of this movie and like the background noise just makes the whole thing unsettling. Like, I was on edge watching this movie. He probably like, loves that you hear you say that, too, I bet you. Well, okay, maybe. Maybe that was intentional, but I was just like... Not on edge. I don't want to say like, you know, not the same way you'd be on like the edge of your seat or whatever, but I was just bothered the whole time mm-hmm. like like it was something just like ugh, i can't i can't ex- explain it i can't describe I, it's it. just it's a it's a feeling of ickiness yeah <laughs> you just feel icky watching it icky and like just like dread of like oh what's after this <laughs> i had the same thing but my thing was i was just watching it and it felt weird and off and i'm just wondering like how bad is this about to be like <laughs> if immediately from the start just how what the fuck does burning got me watching already <laughs> Again, I'm so sorry. That's fucking that. Like, I accepted the challenge, so this is like the same survey film all over again, but it's fine. He he does he does warn us at the beginning that uh I think Chris McGlover warns us that he's gonna take out some some frustrations on people in Hollywood because one of the title cards says mocked by others and silently waited. Yeah, I, there's something I was actually because I, I, I had to. I was like after I started to watch this, I'm like, I have to figure out what the fuck happened in this movie. So I just started reading a bunch of articles. There was one I didn't read the whole thing, but it, it was this super long-ass article about this movie and, like, why it got made. They must have went to the show and heard a bunch of this shit or something. But I guess with Back to the Future, he got he got upset and, like, left acting for a while because him and Robert Zemeckis got into it because he was like, yo, I think this movie's, you know, celebrating, you know, commercialism because, when, you know, when he goes back in time, it helps out his dad. When they come back, they're all rich, and being rich makes everybody happy, and I think we should go about it a different way and, you know, make it a little bit more weird or something like that. And I guess Robert Zemeckis pulled him to the side and was like, yo, Crispin, I made a weird movie once. It was called Used Cars. You know what happened? I didn't work again for three years. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh i was like i love that line but that's hilarious but i guess because of that it got upsetting to the point where he didn't do i i didn't even realize he's not none of the fucking back to the future sequels i didn't realize that no he's he's uh there's, it's a different actor 
I never, I guess they make it. Well, I know in the second one, he's supposed to look old. So I never even paid enough attention to realize it wasn't him. Yeah, well, and he also doesn't really have very many lines, too. But I guess because of that, I guess he, like, left mainstream acting for a long time and then came back with fucking Charlie's Angels, of all things. Which, by the way, he's pretty great in that movie, I yeah. say. Well, I think he, the thing he said, like, he was like, well, you know, I'm just going to do this to help other people, you know, with their art or some shit. Like, some little bullshit he said. But I guess that was that quote that you're talking about, I guess, is what he was referencing was that Back to the Future bullshit. And if you want to see something real weird, there's an interview where uh, Tom Green interviews Crispin Glover at his house. I can only imagine. And and like let's just let's just say Tom Green. This is more recent-ish Tom Green, so he's definitely toned down quite a bit. Oh, okay. I like so like nineties era, like Freddie got fingered Tom Green or something. Like no, that. no, but but it is funny because Crispin like shows him his car, which is funny because he's apparently against like commercialism and stuff. But he has this like fancy car in his garage and he's showing it off. And then he says he says yeah, I bought that with my uh, Charlie's Angels money. Do you remember? Do you remember us uh, in that movie in the year two thousand? And Tom Green just kind of looks at the camera and says. Uh, I'd li- I like to forget about that year. That wasn't a great one for me. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't. <laughs> but then in one of the shots when they're walking up the steps, you could see like a little, like I think it's blood on the steps. And you're like, what? Ain't no telling, bro. Yeah, after the sale and the opening credits, my note is pipe. Yep. Trying <laughs> to smoke a pipe. Well, we um, cut back and forth between one guy smoking a pipe and an older gentleman. Or is it supposed to be like an older woman? I thought it was an older woman. It might be an older woman, but she's also smoking a pipe. And okay, end of scene. Next scene. <laughs> no, we have to say too. Every time it cuts to that old woman smoking a pipe, there's like explicit sounds of like I don't know if it's porn or somebody oh. fucking in the background. But every yeah, time yeah. it cuts to her, you hear it fucking. But it's don't almost, see it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> that, then again, when you do see the sexual stuff in this movie, I'm like, cut away, cut away, I'm not cut away. You really don't want to see it in this movie. Yeah, because there's some uh, explicit shit that fucked me up. I was like, oh, can he do that? Th- yeah, I have so many questions about that aspect. Yeah, like I think that looked like some illegal shit right there. I don't know, pimping. This is yeah, this is that was borderline. And were there cops waiting for him as he had exited the theater? <laughs> Man, we'll talk about it though. <sighs> so. Some, I wrote down, somebody says, I must seek vengeance, but I don't know who that was. I don't know. My next note after the pipe was one-eyed kid getting beat up. And another guy, like, stands in front of this tower. And then, then like, a kid with a walkie-talkie got hit in the head with a shovel. <laughs> this is the notes here, folks. This is legit what we got to go with. There's I don't fucking know what's happening. A guy and a girl slap each other a bunch. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I think we come to a point where I'm like, okay, I kind of understand something now because really, the, well, I mean, to a point, um, but there's a guy with, with, with a snail and he tells the snail that he loves it. Right. And I think the snail, uh, we hear the snail talking. I think the snail makes fun of him or like says he's stupid or something. I watched this with headphones and some of the dialogue was still fucking impossible to understand or hear what they were saying between that. Like Brendan said, the fucking like droning ass background noise over top the fucking audio it's real hard to hear this shit yeah yeah it's not it's not uh it, the sound is not mixed very well but he tell, but yeah he tells the snail that he loves it the snail makes fun of him i think and so he kills the snail and that's the first of like ten thousand on-screen real snail deaths in this and movie. now when he's when he smashes because they show that shit like he smashes it multiple times you see the snail like that's uh, not the shell the, oh yeah the shell explodes and yeah. it's like snail blood on the thing and i'm like brendan wanted to watch this right i totally forgot about the very real snail murders i'm like this is cannibal holocaust all over again just with one animal and not a bunch of them yeah <laughs> there's no turtles here 
Um, can I also, now that we're on the subject, well, now that we've reached the subject of the snail deaths, can I read you something that I found uh, from oh, one yeah. of his Q&A sessions? All right, do you think, brother? What's up? Okay. So this is from, like, a guy who uh, wrote a review of this movie on Letterboxd. And this is just a section of his review where he actually got to ask Crispin Glover a question. He was very mad about watching this movie for multiple oh, I didn't reasons. Check Letterbox. I'm glad you said. That. I'm about to look into this. <laughs> <laughs> but he says, "This is just a part here." He says, "This brings us to my least favorite part: the snails. Gratuitous graphic close-ups of snails being smashed, chopped, and salted to their death." I stood up and asked Crispin Glover about his decision to show real animal mutilation in his films and what purpose it served. Do you want to know what his response was? I am trembling with rage just thinking about it. Crispin Glover decided to lecture me on how insensitive I am for not being similarly concerned when vegetables are chopped up in movies because vegetables and plants are also living things. He says, I cannot make this up. I wouldn't because it's been almost a decade and I am still enraged about this. I wish I could forget about this movie, but inevitably someone will use the word worst and movie in conjunction and I think of this movie and the hideous, awful man who made it. He lectured me on being insensitive to the pain and suffering of vegetables. I couldn't speak after that. I was seeing red. You know, perfect example of the type of person we're talking about right now. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't shock me at all. I had no. a feeling, I didn't think it was going to be vegetables, but I, had a, I thought you were going to say something like, Oh, but you, you're not f- fucked up by the violence and move. I thought it would be something like that. Vegetables, again, that threw me off. I didn't expect vegetables to be the thing he said. <laughs> yeah. But that just shows uh, the amount of fucking craziness we're dealing with. He does try to glue the snail back together. Yeah, I saw it was super glue and shit. Ain't that, ain't that when a fucking screaming snail comes? Uh, yeah, Feruza Bach, again, does the voice of the snail that, another snail that comes over and starts screaming. And when we say screaming, it's like, it's peaking the mic. Like, yeah, it's like uh, ear shattering. And just remember, I told you, I was watching this with some fucking earbuds. In. Oh, oh no, I'm so and sorry. And I didn't expect this and I had to turn that shit the fuck down. Actually, no, I take it back. I didn't turn it. I just pulled the bitches out. So I'm like, what the fuck, man? Because it's not her going like, ah, like Brett says, I'm not even gonna do it. It's like, but basically just her going, ah, like, but loud as fuck. I don't want to fuck y'all ears up. Yeah, just imagine, <laughs> just imagine like this close to the mm-hmm. microphone, but screaming. Like, just imagine, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, your significant other is mad at you, and the way they yell at you is to just get in your <laughs> ear and just go, ah, like, yeah. And that all honestly though, that that's me this week in quarantine. So <laughs> I'm fucking loving this shit, bro. I'm the only one I think. Because I already don't like leaving the I, house I, as it is. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I still have my moments. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you'll have the moments where you just get itchy. Like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, man. It's not even like... I, I do like staying home. But it's like, I don't like that I don't have the choice. That's what everybody's saying. It's, that's what people were posting all the memes talking about. You know, it ain't that I'm in quarantine. It's the fact that now I'm doing the same thing. But I can't do... I can't leave if I want to. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, I want to go get my hair cut. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not that person. <laughs> those motherfuckers, man. I mean, it, it's, it drove me crazy because I was talking to somebody. I won't throw him under the bus and put his name out there, but he was like, yeah, man, them people are all so stupid, man. Like, they out there complaining about wanting to get a haircut and out there picking it and shit. And then they're going to go out there and catch the coronavirus. And then when the fucking barbershop's open, he went and got his haircut. I was like, damn it, bruh. How the fuck they're going to enforce social distance at a hairdresser? You're not. And I ain't no telling, because no. the guy cuts hair at the crib, too. So I'm like, I'm, I, it's, my, it's my dude. I love duty cool, but it's like, I don't know who been through there, man. I don't trust people right now. I'm paranoid, Exactly. Right? Yeah. I got to go back to work as, soon, as, so I already got to deal with that shit. 
<laughs> the 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 amount of stuff we don't know about it right now it's like it's not worth the risk exactly like i'll just let my hair my hair is ridiculously long right now and that's fine with me <laughs> that's the cool thing about mine y'all as everybody knows from videos i got like the little the box type shit going but it's turning it's just turning into an afro like i don't care bro it's just be a curly ass afro that's what i had when i was a kid anyway uh i'm gonna have like Shawn michaels hair here any any moment you know you'll go ball nah oh <laughs> son of a bitch he's on a current Shawn michaels on me that motherfucker ain't got no hair that's the weirdest thing is seeing him with no hair too yeah that that uh that shook me a little bit i was like oh fuck i was like that's why he always wore the hat <laughs> So after all this snail shit, we finally they finally put up the title card, and it's just, it's the most honest title card ever. Because after all that nonsense, it's just a giant question mark. Before that though, because I think this actually leads into like what the fuck is happening in this movie. It shows like I guess the main character or the main guy, whatever I said before, the main dude. He like is at a door that's locked or shut or something. He just says, "How do I get in?" And then you get the yeah. title card. I have to just throw that in there because I think it leads to something later. Yes, you're right. So, yeah, but yeah, there's just like a big ass question mark. And then it just says, what is it? Cut to a guy and a girl making out in a graveyard and he starts fingering her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, he says, I, I think this is the line anyway, because I couldn't understand everything. But I think he says, I want to be in you. I heard that. Okay, too, yeah. so that is what he said. And then, yeah, I'm just my next one was graveyard sex. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, we cut back and forth between a uh, gentleman in blackface dancing. Yeah, I was like, I didn't notice it was the blackface at first because it gets real blurry. And I saw it, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then there's a real, almost like answering my fucking question as I'm saying, what the fuck was that? Blackface, blatantly, all in the camera, super Ext- like tight up. Extreme close up, yeah. Also, Wayne's World shit, right? Just well, right in your fucking face, bro. <laughs> the worst version of Wayne's World ever. The most racist fucking version you could think of. <laughs> fuck. I do like that. Uh, I, I do think that this world is supposed to be like evil like i don't think they're supposed to be good people they're not i can i can tell you because this is one of the things i read in that article this is all i guess the fucking i guess it doesn't show as much in the fucking like i guess i'll quote the real world like this is the matrix or some shit because like i said all this shit we're gonna talk about with like crispin glover and the, the blackface shit it's all supposed to be in the main character's mind so i guess that motherfucker's racist or he's like battling racist thoughts like i don't know that's the thing i'm like is, is, is the movie trying to say that he's racist but battling it but then again at the I, end i'm not sure again because i'm like it don't feel like he battled nothing yeah i don't really understand it but yeah this is the this is the part of this movie where i was like okay well it you know it's it's fun to have crazy weird things happen but once you start introducing this it gets a lot less fun oh and they try to he tries to get some weird ass explanation for it later and i'm like nope not buying yeah. it uh crispin glover arrives in his throne because of course he is in this movie and he's the king of this weird racist world oh, um, oh i wrote some notes real quick because um before he pops up i did write down there's a fucking oyster guy or clam guy whatever the fuck that was i can't uh yeah this is where we have to dock because <laughs> mm-hmm, i said because all in a row this is all my notes i put oyster guy crispin glover nazi imagery somebody's crawling around with a fucking elephant head on or elephant like helmet thing with a swastika on the fucking forehead of it and then mm-hmm. there's a naked women with monkey heads running around and also don't forget the leader their 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 god their nazi god is shirley temple 
which that part actually kind of made me laugh. It did because <laughs> I've seen like, clips of her like dancing with motherfuckers in blackface in old movies and shit. Yeah, so I'm like, well, that that kind of holds up. <laughs> so this, so you mentioned the guy in the clam. And oh, there's a clam. I couldn't remember. I was like, is that an oyster or a clam? I couldn't or, remember well, what the fuck you, it was. I'm already oh, no, forgetting could, this it, movie. <laughs> it, it could have been an oyster. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to correct you. I'm just being like oyster, clam, whatever. Um, so this is what I, I, I messaged uh, you before the show and said there is something that made this even more unsettling for me. Yeah, I could only at that um, point I could only fucking imagine what was coming up. That guy that's like laying there in the oyster, he looks just like my dad. Oh shit! <laughs> like identical to my dad, my real dad. Oh fuck! So just keep that in mind when we talk about what he does in this movie. Or what they do to him. Oh, boy. And this is the part where the legality stuff comes into play. No. Oh, it, 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 has it coming up? No, I think it's coming up later. So I don't see them on notes. I did write that shit down. Cause I was like, what? It's, it's, it, oh, it's like right here because random weird shit that's going on. Like a doll appears out of a jack-in-the-box that Crispin Glover starts using. It's like a and Cabbage the Patch wor- doll, too. <laughs> yeah. And then the single worst part of this movie, and I... If I had just been wa- if I had just been watching this, if I remembered this part, I probably would have shut it off at this point. But he's like, Crispin Glover's like, we have to listen to this song. Yeah, he's like, oh, I think we have to listen to this song now. And I'm like, I don't remember the. Oh no! As soon as like the country music thing started, I was like, fuck. Oh, oh, when this is, this, I'm telling you, this is where when this happened, this is where the spirit took that earbud out to like, what the fuck did I just hear? Tight motion, and as it mm-hmm. looked at me like, yo. I would have been turning this off after that shit, but he's listening to a song, and I, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. But the name of the okay. song is "Oh," and this is even worse. Seeing what's happening like real life in the news right now too. Ugh. But yeah, see, this is that timing is all fucked up here. But yeah, he, the song that they're playing is a song called "Some Niggers Never Die; They Just Smell That Way," and that says that multiple fucking times. Yep. And I'm just like, hmm, okay. This is what we're doing here now, huh? Because, like, at this point, ain't no motherfucking... You can't explain nothing to me in no Q&A that's going to be like, yo, that shit's... Oh, okay, I see what you're doing now. Yeah, that's fine. Nah, you're just over. Any chance of getting a good score from me is done now. Yeah, like, listen, you can have an evil racist character in a movie. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? It's... it's, it's Lots it's, of you movies do. do. that. <laughs> Yeah, you well, I mean, fuck American History X. Never right? seen it, but I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, like that movie is all about. You're not supposed to be like, oh, Ed Norton is such a good guy at the end of the movie, but you know, you like the the way they present him as going to jail and kind of learning more about the world and not being like, you know, uh, stuck in his own head, moron, racist asshole. He kind of uh, he kind of understands like why his, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I'm not trying to say like a skinhead with a heart of gold, but. They um the, he he learns through experience why that's not good shit to do and that's fine like that's done in a good way but this is just blatant this is just like for shock value and that's the thing it's the it's the motherfucker complaining about like commercialism in the movie doing doing shit like this just like blatant shock value shit it's like oh look at this like edge lord shit like look what yeah. I'm doing I can get away with it because it's my art. I did this. It's all mine. Nobody can tell me what to do. I can put all this super fucked up racist shit in my movie. Can't nobody stop me. Like, I'm supposed to applaud this shit. And listen, intention doesn't mean shit when it comes to this. Even if he didn't intend for it to be like, oh, I'm supporting this shit. You still put it on screen, bud. Yeah, and and it never stops. Like, that song comes back again later. 
Oh, it does. And much slower, and too. And they slow, they chop and screw that shit. That's right, yeah. Um, while this is happening, the guy that looks like my dad is getting jerked off by an elephant woman. Oh, now I have to say, too, I'm pretty sure I, when I read the article, this guy has, like, cerebral palsy and shit. This is the guy I was talking about, and they're, like, just jerking him off on camera, and they're cutting to his face and shit. And I'm just, I'm, as this happening, I'm just like, this looks like something that would get motherfuckers put in jail. Because right? I'm, I don't know, because... You know, cats with disabilities and shit. I don't know how, if they have, like... Because he's, like, real bad looking. So, I'm like, can, does he actually... Can he sign off on shit? Like, or does he need somebody to be like, yo, I'll sign off for him to do this shit? It's weird. I don't know how this works. And if someone had to sign off for him to do that, who the fuck signed off on it? Like I'm saying, I don't know if it's somebody that's just like, yo, oh, I can get some money and he'll he'll get jerked off. Because, you know, people probably think like that. Like, oh, we can get some money and just sign off my boy. You know, oh, you know, some girls jerking him off. He'll be fine. You know, shit like that, probably. Or either maybe mm-hmm. it's somebody that this motherfucker know, like he, his their family. He's like, oh, but I'm going to, you know, I'm doing this as a way to, you know, bring light to the, you know, the disabled and give them a place in Hollywood that they don't know normally get, you know, some shit like that. Probably he spun around. It's, it has to be one of those two things. Which you know what? The second argument, totally into that. If it wasn't this movie, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Like if it was, if it was legitimately like, um, I'm trying to think of an example, like uh, the movie. Uh, you probably never seen this movie, but Simon Birch. No, I haven't even heard of it. <laughs> it's about a, it's it's about a, ki- a kid with a with an illness, and the kid that plays him is not really an actor. It's a kid with the actual illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like a lot less exploitive, or even like that Billy Crystal movie, like My Giant, or like not not a good not a great I mean, movie, I heard but of like. It, but... <laughs> <laughs> But it's like that idea, like, yeah, you know, that's great if that's what you're doing. Or even like what the Fairley Brothers do. The Fairley Brothers put people with um, disabilities in like all their movies. Mm-hmm. And it's because they, they do a lot of like charity work and stuff. So they get like, they get like, you know, pretty integral roles to the plot. And it's, you know, it's pretty charming that they put them in there and they're not making fun of them and shit. And that's fine. But this is not that. It's exploitation, bro. That's all it really is, man. Yeah. Because it doesn't. Like, I don't know if it will. I mean, I'm here I am trying to talk about the plot in this fucking movie. But it's not like, it's not like it's really, like, I don't know. It just feels exploitative as fuck. Like, it doesn't feel well, like the plot is. calls for it. It's just like, hey, I just want to do this. If you, yeah, if someone could explain to me, someone that's not Crispin Glover. <laughs> yeah. So, could explain to me how this helps the plot of the movie. I'm all ears. Like, go for it. Tell me. Because I, I. I don't know that it does. It, I don't. I, it that is nothing, bro. Like I don't know. I have. I can't give you nothing. I. You know. At the end of this, remind me. I'll go to IMDb. I'll look at some of them ten out of ten reviews and see what the fuck they talking about. Oh, I can't wait. Cause we're gonna see. Cause I. I don't. I don't know what the fuck, man. Like I said, we already about third through this movie already in my notes anyway. Yeah. There's not well, much. Well, I say. mean. I mean, what's after the so the minstrel who is the the guy wearing blackface before that. I didn't make a note because there was one thing I could say I enjoyed this movie that kind of made me laugh. Oh, shit. There, you know, Crispin uh, Glover sitting on his throne. He has the two girls next to him. And there's a couple dudes like on the ground under him. And he's like, what do you call me? And he starts okay. saying a bunch of dudes names and shit. But then one guy's like McFly. And he says, no. Oh, I missed that. Oh, you didn't hear that. That was like my, the only thing I liked in this whole movie. <laughs> oh fuck that's hilarious yeah there's one of the dude just looked up he says mcfly and he just looks with the super serious face he just turns and says no <laughs> oh completely missed that that Damn. was hilarious i did laugh not going back to see it nah. not going back now nah, just just believe me when i tell you what happened i believe you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the the minstrel dude is like getting these injections and mm-hmm. he's like i'm going to be an invertebrate 
after 160 more injections. Yeah, that's what I was getting at before, too. I was, this is how he tries to justify the blackface. Is supposed to, I guess, what is it supposed to be, him turning into a fucking snail? Yeah, and I mean, I guess he's supposed to be, like, one of the main villains, but, I mean, still. Yeah, because he's like, and it looks like, I wouldn't surprise me with this motherfucker, but it looks like this dude is really putting needles in his face, too. Oh, I... Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be shocked. Also, we should say that Chris, aside from Crispin Glover, this is the. I think this is the only other actor in the movie. It well, is. maybe the the people wearing the masks. I think this is the only other, the only actors that are like not you know disabled in some way. Yeah, visibly, we don't know who the fuck under the mask either. But yeah, I, I'm a. I mean, I'm assuming. Although I was gonna say I'm assuming because they get naked, but then again, the guy in the oyster was 100 exactly. naked. Yeah. <laughs> So. But the, yeah, there's a the blackface dude is just injecting himself because they kill another snail and he puts the needle inside of it and like, I guess, takes the blood out of it and he takes it and injects it into his fucking cheek and he starts going on and he's droning on and on and on and on about, oh, I want to be a snail. You know, they're better than humans. The snails, I'd be an invertebrate. All this, this weird, dumb shit. Wait a second, Brent. Wait a second. What's Wait up? a second. What's up? Everyone needs to be quiet because it's time for the puppet show. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot about this. Was that a box of Tide? Yep, I thought so. It looked the logo. It looks it was blurry as fuck. But I was like, that looked like a tie logo. That's not yeah, product so, placement. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. What the fuck? Like all his thing. I get maybe that's like he thinks that's his statement on commercialism. Yeah, because the the tie box has the menstrual dude's voice. So maybe he's saying that the product is evil. I don't fucking know. Why did you sound like Mike Myers when you said that? I don't know, because I'm trying to, like, maybe that's what he was getting. I don't fucking know what this dude is doing, man. An evil tide box? <laughs> An evil racist tide box? <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, he's he's like a... Oh, speaking of Mike Myers and the characters he's played over the years, who boy. Oh! Wait a minute. I gotta go back, because I saw a note I completely forgot about. The, the fucking okay. minstrel dude, when he's going on and on about this bullshit, he says, um... I, I will never be great. I have to deal with my flaccidity two inches of something. Like, basically, talking about, I guess he wants to be a snail because he has a little dick. Is that oh, what? Is that? Th- that's a real line, B. I'm not joking. I wrote that in my no. notes. Flaccidity in two inches. Huh. So maybe that's another reason why he wants to be a snail. I don't fucking know. But he mentions something about having a flaccid two-inch dick. Is that why that racist asshole is pretending to be black? Because he's like, I got a small dick. I'm, you know, probably, that's, probably. You know what? That might be something else in his message. I don't fucking know what he's doing. Yeah. But the puppet show is a Tide box. <laughs> and and the sock, and there's a sock puppet with, I think every time it talks, it's just real footage of Shirley Temple It is. Speaking, it's like, it's real, like real clips from her movies because it sounds just like that motherfucker. Ain't nobody way, that close. If, yeah, no. And by the way, if I'm the estate of Shirley Temple, I'm sending a cease and desist. I'm telling you, even if his, even if he didn't have his little artsy excuse of, oh, I'm just going to take it and travel because nobody gets my work. It's like, no, you can't put this out there because your ass be in court. That's why your ass is traveling around with this movie. Exactly. I, I think even like Tide would be like, nope. Man, he got who he, who he got. He got Tide after his ass. He got the state of Shirley Temple after his ass. He probably got all kind of branches of the NAACP after his ass. Oh, oh like, yeah. Everybody 100%. coming after your boy. Like, no, you can't put mm-hmm. this out. No. Speaking of can't uh, release this movie, uh, following this is a uh, implied blowjob scene. I put in my notes, graveyard toppy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, why is it in the graveyard? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I just wanted to ask to see if you know. 
Did you think I'd have an answer? No, I didn't think so. I'm just curious what you what is your interpretation of this art, Brendan? You know. Oh well, l- let me explain. See, the the graveyard represents uh, mortality, and 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 the blowjob is, of course, a oral pleasure. So it's a kind of uh, the pleasure of mortality in death. We find uh, dick sucking. And then see, and in the background somewhere, Chris Glover just stands up clapping like, this man gets it! <laughs> if this was a part of the movie, they would all also, like, randomly cut to that minstrel dude dancing again. I am shocked, Brendan. I'm glad it didn't happen. I am so shocked that they didn't cut to that motherfucker, like, getting jerked off or fucking or getting head or something. I was waiting uh, on that shit to happen. Yeah, well, he gets, he gets kissed on the cheek later. I guess that's the only thing you get, thankfully. <laughs> I have to say, too, in that little thing you just did, you sound almost, like, dangerously close to Montrose there for a second. <laughs> what perish the idea oh, <laughs> Montrose review this shit oh Montrose would not review this shit I, I really doubt it you know most people I've, I'm oh you know what I say this all the time and I, I always look it up and sometimes it happens to be true but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there not many podcasts are talking about this fucking movie bro I don't think anybody's ever talked about this movie. Because I wondered about this shit because I'm like, either this must be one of those things where Brendan just heard about it from somebody or it's on that fucking How Did This Get Made show. Like, those are usually your two things that you bring to me. Like, oh, I saw this in a list somewhere or, oh, How Did This Get Made review this movie. So it's like, which one no, is I it? No, I, I don't even think How Did This Get Made would do this. And they also tend to do movies that people can actually watch alongside. That's true. <laughs> alongside them. So, yeah, nope. No, nope. I don't think this has ever been on a podcast. And we might be there. You know, it happened before because um, I know you're not the biggest fan of them, but I watched the Red Letter Media duel sometime. And um, we did Bloods vs. Wolves on the podcast, and it became one of our like most popular episodes and shit because it's not a lot of people talking about it. And then like a couple months ago, they did it on their show, and I was just was like, yes, we got one before them. <laughs> That actually happened um, not with an obscure movie, but we did uh, Cool World, I think, last summer. Mm-hmm. And I, because it was one that I didn't see like on a lot of podcasts, I was like, oh, this will be a good one to talk about. And I think just this past week, or you know, a couple weeks ago, whenever this airs, uh, how did this get made? Did Cool World? I'm like, ah, ha ha, beat you. (laughs) Good day, sir. And you guys should go listen to the new What Were They Thinking episode they did, Never Too Young to Die. Yeah, we both done that. I was, I was, I was about to see you fuck my joke up, (laughs) Brendan. Oh, (laughs) sorry. You can do it again if you want. I was going to fuck with you, but if you want to hear the original review, though, go listen to episode three of the home video. <laughs> Motherfucker. Just imagine, I didn't think about it until you guys posted the episodes. I'm like, oh, we did that. But I was like, I don't remember a whole lot about that movie. And I was like, oh, that's because it was the fucking like third episode. I didn't realize it was that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is hilarious. Oh, that had one of the good dummy kills, too, at the end when your boy got like thrown off of what was at the dam or whatever they were at. Oh, I know. That was, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> no, I'm saying, is that uh, what it was? Was it a dam? Yeah, yeah, because he's trying to poison the water supply. Ah, there you go. I, I, it's, a, it's fuzzy now. It's too long ago. That was 2017, bro. John Stamos as American James Bond trying to stop a hermaphrodite played by Gene Simmons from poisoning the water supply. There Check you it go. Out. Exactly. You check out the movie and you got two podcast episodes you can listen to. And that's back when we our episodes were only like 40 minutes long. So ours is done. <laughs> and John Stamos's dad is played by a former James Bond actor, the most famous one, George Lazenby. I forgot about that. Damn, you're right. Vanity's in it too. Hey, I, hey, I was that leads into what I was gonna say too. 
Oh. The, the only scene for that movie I remember vividly, and it's because me and PJ, like, we paused the movie because we could not stop fucking laughing. But there's a scene where your boy John Stamos is like, he's, his dick is like at critical mass. He wants to fuck Vanity, and she wants the dick too. And she's like teasing him, doing all this different stuff. Yes. And he keeps leaving and coming back. And he, he might as well did like the fucking, uh, what was that, Hot Shots, where Charlie Sheen pulled his collar and all the steam just flew out. He might as well did that shit. PJ said a line in that episode that we used to quote all the time, and I forget what it is now because it's been too long. But it's like your boy went back and he like he got an apple and was chewing on it and it's like she was like rubbing on lotion or something and then looked at him like hey you want this pussy right and then he like oh no and then runs away and then he comes back with like maybe a banana or a bottle of water or some shit yeah. and then she, and then she's like spraying herself with the water hose and he's just like oh my god my dick and he just it does that multiple times I remember laughing so fucking hard at that shit it's it's ridiculous. And this week, we watched a movie called Never Too Young to Die from 1986. PJ's Man. favorite scene in the movie happens, and I'm going to let him go ahead and tell y'all about oh, that. Oh, so, <laughs> this young college boy, you know, I understand he's trying to be gentlemanly, you know, the lady, uh, ah, the lady, you know, she's sitting out on a nice lawn chair, enjoying her day, giving him the eye contact. Oh my God, the eye contact. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, giving him the body language. Like bigger, bigger hints could not have been. Thrown. All signs are saying yes, bleep me. But this the only guy, the only the only bigger hint that she could have did was to legit pull her panties off, spread her legs open wide as hell, and just be like and do like here. the <laughs> the the, right? the, the degeneration X chop pointing toward it like oh here. So they, he goes in. You know, it's it's broken into segments. First segment. You know, yeah. <laughs> he gets up, goes inside. What does he get the first time? Yeah, it's weird. He, like, every time she was doing more flirtatious stuff, he just kept walking away and coming yeah. back with different food items. Oh, like, first it was the sexy eyes. And then he just walked He walked away and walked down the other side. Yeah. He hit the left. He was walking towards her and then just hit the left and walked down the side. Mm-hmm. And she starts and taking then, off like her. Yeah. She took off her skirt and started laying down. Mm-hmm. Rubbing, uh, started rubbing like uh, I guess oil on herself yes. or something. He went inside, got an apple, and he just biting it like all sweating. Like, oh, what am I supposed to do here? Then he, then he, she starts. Uh, then she flips over, it like flips takes over her bra, on her stomach takes and, her bra, and she gives him a look like, hey, you want to rub some oil on me? He like starts it's... wigging out and goes inside and gets a bottle of like sparkling water or <laughs> yes. something. <sighs> Then and then she like she, I think she rolled over. Comes out, yeah, and then she's pouring water on. Yeah, herself. she's got the water hose What's and she's just pouring water, water all over her body, and that's when he finally, 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 <laughs> after two apples, a water bottle, and a sharp left, finally took the hint, and they move it inside and have great, amazing, passionate. Karma Sutra like <laughs> oh, sex for three minutes with Kenny G sitting in the corner yes. playing music. <laughs> it was so soulful. Was, oh my god! So we watching it. I made a joke and his uh, I was like, oh man, it's not like Kenny G playing. They had the little sexy saxophone jazz music, like the alto sax. <laughs> and PJ looked at me like, is that Kenny G? You're like, is that? <laughs> I like it. Maybe it is. Maybe he's just sitting in the corner playing with one hand and watching. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is what we needed. We needed Kenny G in the sex scene. So definitely also, check that movie out. Yeah. Also ridiculous for less funny reasons. What is it? Yeah, see I'll see you had that we had that light of hope and now we gotta go back to this shit again. Where the fuck are we here? Let's get past the puppet show, because nothing happens there. 
Oh, my next note after that was um, moms are tied up. Moms in quote in quotes because I think there's I think they said they're the kids' moms. I think okay. there's two older women. I, I my next note is that another snail gets killed. Oh yeah, because it's like my notes were right here. It says mom's tied up, and then it, then somebody asks, "Where is my mother?" And then the next note after that is snail salted. Yep. Um, there's also a bit here where one of the one of the guys watches uh, a praying mantis like up close, and yep. Before the mantis... we get to that though, my <laughs> okay. bad because there's another key thing. Well, I right, key thing. Hey, that we had to talk about because one of the guys hand shows the main character. He's like. I have a key or he's like, is this what you want? Or is this what you're looking for? Or some shit like that. So he's like, he's like, Oh yeah. And then I think he shoved the dude that hands him the key. Oh, he hands him. the. I remember that. I actually remember this now. He, he hands him a key and he's like, here, is this what you're looking for? Or something. And then the main character shoves the dude that gave him the key. And then he looks at me and says, you're not my friend. It, it, it makes uh, a lot of sense. And then you smash cut to the mattress. Be my bad. I had to get that in there. Cause I think, I think that leads to plot shit later. Okay. <laughs> Brett's gonna get this solved, guys. I'm trying. You made me watch this shit, so I'm trying to figure out what is it. Hey, hey! But the praying mantis <laughs> um, starts talking to him, of course, yeah. and basically it tells him to like. He's like, "Lie down, so I can feed on you." And yep. apparently, the guy dies. I, you know that the way you ended that is exactly how it would have. Because I'm like, maybe he fucking died, or maybe he's unconscious because yeah. it cuts to Crispin Glover going. Good, he's dead now. We can have fun or some shit like that. Yeah, and and this woman is like scratching at his face, and then they go into go into the real world. He sees a woman. He's like, "I like you." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that was weird because yeah, because it and while when he after he's getting fucked up by the mantis, it like cuts back to that woman smoking the pipe with the porn in the background. It shows him in like a hospital bed or some shit. Um. Yeah, and Brent, this is my this is like my favorite this is my favorite out of context line I wrote because I literally just the next scene I literally just wrote a line describing what I saw. Oh, and dude, do it! So, Bring it. <laughs> eggs pour out of a plastic face while a plastic chicken looks on as they emerge out of a volcano. We don't need to talk about the movie no more. You just summed it all up right there. That's the movie. <laughs> I wish I had thought to do that. Just ever instead of actually taking notes, I should have just put like. In quotations, everything else, th- like, w- as it happened, like, this, 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 which I did sometimes, but I didn't do the whole time. I should just did that the whole fucking notes. That That's what I had to do. Otherwise, I, I didn't know how else to describe it. Because the thing looks at the chicken is like, I want to have your baby. And then the fucking something tips it over and then eggs come out. <laughs> and we don't mean like, we mean like cooked eggs. Yeah, yeah, it's just like they cracked them and put them inside this thing and then poured them back out. So I wonder. Now you said uh, you said the spirit looked up a few times. Did she look up during this whole scene? Where no, but um, I told her about okay, it, and then okay. she just gave me this. She gave me this super disgusted look. So why don't you describe what happens here, Brent? All right, the, it's more of that minstrel bullshit. The blackface dude is like going on and on. I don't remember the exact words before that he, he was sa- saying. He says okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger's hugging me. Yes. Which I wonder if that was supposed to be some kind of weird thing because you know how his last name sounds kind of like another word. Uh, so I was like, is he yeah. trying to say something here? Yeah. But yeah, then all of a sudden he just starts going on and on about, I'm a celebrity. I'm Michael <laughs> Jackson. Yeah. And I was like, oh God. I, just put, I literally, literally put my head in my hands like, oh my God, what the fuck are they about to do now? Because <laughs> as everybody knows, the spirit is like, Michael Jackson is her favorite fucking singer. He, she loves that motherfucker. Grew up like dressing like him and everything. So when he said that, I just looked over. I'm like, please let her have these fucking headphones on. Because <laughs> I, I don't feel like fucking 
Like, she would have went on a tirade that would have made me pause this movie and make it last longer. I'm like, let me get through the movie and I'll tell her what happens and then she can yell about it. But let me just get through this shit first. Yeah. So I don't want to keep watching this any longer than I have to. But not <laughs> only does he do that, he says, I'm Michael Jackson. Then he starts, what I, in my mind, took as him doing a racist-ass voice because he starts going like, I'm Michael Jackson. And he starts doing that type of shit. And I'm mm. like, oh, my God. But it gets worse. Then he starts singing Beat It, actually. I think he's done. I think that's the song he was singing, right? Well, and and it's weird because they cut that with one of the guys in the in the real world also singing it. So I'm wondering, is that like his inner racist? Like, all right, I got you, bro. I think I understand this at least from after I saw the IMDb credits. Okay, I think in the real world, the minstrel, the whatever kid that was that was re- saying all this shit, the minstrel kid was saying, I think must be racist or some shit. Okay. Because, like I said, this is all this bullshit going on is in the main character's mind. So maybe this is how he sees him as a fucking racist, and he uses him as like his like his joke. You're my joke boy, son. I don't know. <laughs> you make me laugh, so in my mind, you're a fucking minstrel, I guess. Okay. And he's probably saying like dumb racist shit or something. So that's why in real life, it's cutting back and forth between that. That's what I inferred from the shit that I read online and from the title, like the character names and shit. Wow. But again, this is, I'm just, that's, that's somebody's interpretation. I am interpreting someone's interpretation of this <laughs> fucking dumb shit. Did you, did, did you, um, did you catch what else he said when he was saying he was Michael Jackson? Uh, oh, he said, I love little boys. He's yeah, literally this, I wrote down the, so he says, I'm Michael Jackson. I like young boys. Would you like to ride in my limousine? I'm a celebrity. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. I was like, okay i was like so now I just random michael jackson shit out of nowhere that what the fuck i was like where did this come from all of a sudden was it like crispin glover doesn't like michael jackson i guess i, I guess not and i at 2005 would have been like the thing when that court shit was happening too so it probably was in the news so he's like oh i'm going to be topical too on top of all this dumb shit uh my next note is koala on a piece of cheese now that i didn't see <laughs> <laughs> of all the things we talk about that's the one thing I, so far i haven't seen it happens so quickly also we go back to that um the the minstrel guy yelling uh peace peace and Again, then getting... actually i didn't see that either <laughs> well and that's when he gets dragged into the real world somehow oh you know what i did see? i think because i was talking to the spirit about the michael jackson shit so i looked away so i don't think i saw that either now i was like because i'm like why do i remember this i'm like oh because i think i was talking to her and and i, and think I didn't this pause is... this movie fuck that <laughs> <laughs> and i think this is crispin glover's attempt at like justifying this character because they have one of the guys being like you're not michael jackson you're just racist and start yeah like, pelting him with rocks but they also have the uncomfortable imagery of him wearing like a noose a too. noose around his neck yeah because they're dragging him into the graveyard with a noose around his neck yeah so i mean you can't just say it's like it's like man it fucking pisses me off about like screenplays like a weak screenplay is when they have something that happens and you know like you know like a plot convenience and you're like fuck that's stupid right and then the movie like calls itself out like it's like oh that was stupid it's like no no you can't just admit that it was stupid and like brush it off like exactly that's what that's like fucking terrible weak ass writing that's why i took it more as so as your voice talking about like hey look i'm i'm uh, making a comment about racism in movies as i put racism in my movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i was because like you know like oh you're you're not a you're not michael jackson you're just racist but then we got a fucking dude in blackface being carried around by a fucking noose exactly like i don't i don't get it crispin what you're trying to do here bro <laughs> I, really I don't think... i don't even care to at this point at this point in the movie i just don't even care no more <laughs> probably already stopped like my notes are a lot less descriptive because like, i just don't care anymore 
Well, they, they, I mean, we're, we're rounding up. We're almost through this here. Yeah, we're like, we're at the third act almost pretty much. I they, guess third act in quotes. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, they put salt all over him though. And he melts like a snail. Yeah. Because remember folks earlier, I was telling you, he wants to be a snail because he has a flaccid two inch dick. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's the outcome of that. He gets salted and dies, I guess. So and at least then, they do, they kill him, which is, which was nice to see. Yeah. I mean, he meets a pretty grisly end, so that's He's good, I guess. He's buried alive, yeah. yeah. Um, I think all the racist characters die, actually, so. Well, I guess that, see, like I said, that's your boy Crispin. Like, see, if you watch the movie, you would see that I killed all of the racism. Racism died, because I killed it. I or some shit like that. I, st- I stopped racism. Okay? Yes, everybody applaud. Yes, I did it. With my movie it. that nobody fucking saw. <laughs> <laughs> You can't affect change if no one sees it. Right. I don't, and I wouldn't even tell people. Like I said, we're telling you about it because you don't need to see it. Just you listen don't. to us. You really don't need it. What is it? It's something you don't need to watch. And if you're listening to the, and, and you know, listening to this right now, we're not exaggerating anything. No, not at all. This is all as it happens. And this is about as coherent as the fucking movie is. If you think our fucking talk about this shit is scattershot and all over the place, guess what? It yeah, I was actually stressed out watching it. Like, how am I gonna make notes? <laughs> oh, I wasn't even stressed because I'm just like, I'm just gonna write down what I see. Fuck it. If you're not gonna give me a plot, I'm not gonna worry about one. Well, that's fuck that's you. that's why I, that's why I started doing that. Yeah, like yeah, um, fuck it. So after this, um, you said the the two women are like the moms, but I think they kill them with like plastic bags. Yeah, they put plastic bags over their heads. But then it's it's another thing where it's like almost in a not. I mean, not as graphic or anything. But almost the same thought I had when they were, like, jerking off the cerebral palsy dude. I'm just looking at this because the mother, mothers also have Down syndrome, it looks like. So I'm just like, they're putting bags over these motherfuckers' heads, and they look super uncomfortable with that shit. Oh, it looks it looks legitimate, yeah. And I'm just wondering, like, how the fuck? Like, who let this go down? <laughs> There's nobody on the crew. But then again, you got to think he's probably got a whole crew of cats that are like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. This is just so fucking art. This is art, my nigga. Like, I don't know. What the? What the no, it's probably a lot of that going on in the background. So they're probably not even questioning this shit. He probably requested that his entire crew wear blackface the entire time to make a statement about racism as well. <laughs> uh, you know, it wouldn't shock me, bro. I, I, I wonder. And in the credits, I was like, I fucking wonder. And it wasn't, though. But I was like, I wonder if that's that motherfucker in the blackface too, because he's oh, like, cr- no one else would have the the I don't know what the, the the artistic integrity to do it other than me. But there actually is somebody else under. I was shocked it wasn't him. Yeah. So at this point, it, I'm not really sure. Shirley Temple like radios them to come home, and <laughs> another snail dies. Yeah, and then, you know what? We ain't really talked about it i'm not gonna brush it off at this point because now we got we got to talk about this shit they are fucking killing snails like we i don't know if it already happened or not but like mo- most of the time they're getting salted but there's a clip where somebody takes a fucking razor blade and chops one of them bitches heads off yeah and they show that shit and again in my mind i'm like brendan i'm so shocked that you wanted to watch this in back of my mind. again i forgot about the real snail murders <laughs> All I really remembered was the weird nudity and like, not not even the weird nudity, but like the weird, just like the weirdness of all all of it. But like the details, I didn't really remember that much. When I will say between that, but then um, even with the salt though, because um, they zoom in on it a lot of times, and you see when he because they're not pouring, they're not shaking, they're like like covering these bitches in salt. Yeah, 
Oh, they're and, mutilating uh, real snails on film. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say because they zoom in on some of them and you can see them starting to, they like their like, skin starts to like bubble up and boil and shit. But, Brent, I mean, you see people chop vegetables in movies, so it's fine. I know, right? And then you know that motherfucking like salad and shit I ate was the other day was, you no. Know, <laughs> it's fucking murder and shit. You fucking monster. You fucking vegetarians out there killing vegetables, you <laughs> bastards. Yeah, because, you know, when, when you're chopping the vegetables, they're not already dead, right? Oh, uh, I'm glad you told me that because that made, you know, that put this movie in a whole different light for me that I'm glad to have. Because it <laughs> explains so much. All that all that artsy bullshit that I figured he was on, that statement alone just told me that is exactly what the fuck I thought was happening. Wait, which statement? About the fucking the vegetables and shit. Oh, like yeah, him yeah, saying yeah. that. Like that just proves me exactly the f- type of artsy bullshit that I figured I was watching. That's exactly what this is. Yep. And again, it, all of us that try to recommend these artsy movies, the movies like this ruin it for us. So thanks, asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is this this is the parody. This yeah. is the fucking date movie of art films. The what? The date movie of art films, the epic movie, the disaster oh, movie, that I shit. You meant like this was like a a good date movie. No, not a date movie. I'm talking about the literal <laughs> mo- title, date movie. <laughs> hey, don't take the don't do not. I, I, you know what? I implore you because because it does show at roll shows. If you see that, don't take your date to this shit. Unless y'all are two fucked up individuals, then in which case y'all do what the fuck y'all do. I guess. Yeah. Hey, live your best life. I guess. The normal people, no, do not use this as a date movie. It will not go well um oh my god so okay so going through the rest of this quickly here as quick as we can yeah we skipped a bunch of shit i wrote down but i don't even care it's a bunch of gibberish anyway he finally goes into the house with that key yeah he just says home or something like that yeah and we hear that ear piercing shriek from that snail again still going i guess this whole time he's been gone just old girl been in there screaming her ass off a guy gets knocked out with a rock, and as he falls, we cut to a watermelon exploding in the fake world or whatever. Oh, we skipped something. I am going to talk about real, real quick though. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm just, I'm just reading what I have here. I don't know in what order it is. So. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't joking. I wrote detail everything that was going on because I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna. Have, it's gonna be weird to talk about, so I'm gonna take detailed notes. But I am gonna say that. He he gets the key and gets back in the house. And I'm not sure if it's the screaming snail, but the first thing he does upon entering the house is salt the fucking snail. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it was that one, but one gets salted. We don't hear screaming on one where I'll think, so it probably was. Yep, so um, his character dies. <laughs> yeah, she dead as fuck. And then there's a quote from somebody. I don't know who the fuck it was, but somebody said, thank you for your affection. Uh-huh. And then that's and then this is where you get the snail's head chopped off. So maybe that was the screaming snail. But one of them bitches, that's where the head cuts. But then my note after that is Looney Tunes kills, and that was leading to what you were talking about about people getting hit with boulders and shit. Which and it looks incredibly phony. Oh, there's a there was a motherfucking bruh. There's a part where somebody gets hit in the head with a shovel, and the person holding the shovel like brings it to the top of their head and just like kind of bonks them a little bit. But it's it then it has like this hit like he really got hit in the head like, but it's like a little bonk. Yeah, that's why I was like, "What the fuck is this, man?" <laughs> yeah, um, back in the racist underworld, uh, Shirley Temple arrives on a cloud, but of course, it's like it's a doll, and and Crispin Glover gets like choked out and killed by my dad from the, in the oyster. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, before he gets killed, though, he's like he looks up at the Shirley Temple thing in the cloud. And he's like, "Hey, uh, it, it was all a joke or some shit like that." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he kills Chris McGlover, and then the the dude from the oyster like takes 
sits on the throne and is now like the new king. He gets we the hear, Shirley Temple wig. Yeah, oh yeah. We hear that fucking horrible racist song again, but in slow motion and it slows down. It sounds like um, rah, 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 like that type of slowdown, yeah. The naked animal people present him with watermelons. Why? I don't fucking know. Take your own guess. Well, I mean, okay, okay. I've got a wild theory. Oh, I do too. I'm, I'm sure I'm, they do too. <laughs> so when we saw the dude get hit in the head with a rock and he fell and then immediately cut to a watermelon splitting. All right. Maybe that's like all those watermelons are like the 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 minds of people he's going to like uh, mess with. <laughs> that's the only oh, thing I, I could think of. That's what I thought. I thought it was just more racist shit, but there you go. Oh, are. no, you're right. You know what? You're that's probably what right. I was thinking, but <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad my head didn't go there first. <laughs> You know what? It's probably a good thing. <laughs> um, I think that's how it ends. Yeah, the oyster dude, he, he gets presented watermelons, and then there's a title card that pops up that says, To be continued with part two. It is fine. Everything is fine. That'd be the title of the movie, which did happen. There actually, there's a, That movie exists. And that's the one I was talking about before with, the, I guess, the pedophile apologist or something, whatever the fuck they said. And part three, which is called what? It is mine. <sighs> And then after that, there's just credits playing, which I watched. I, I was like, I'm going to watch this whole fucking movie since I'm already at this point. And, it, and it's just, um, it looks like footage from a completely different movie or something because it's nothing to do with what we just saw. I think it has to be. I think it's old footage from movies. And knowing Crispin Glover, it's probably like the most obscure movies he could find. I wondered that, but then I could have fucking swore I saw that goddamn minstrel. Maybe I'm tripping. Oh, uh, well, there was, see, it the lighting was so bad that I wasn't sure if it was, all I could see was like, you know, that he was wearing the gloves and the suit and everything. And yeah. I was like, is it the minstrel or is it like an actual, like, you know, black character in this movie? Like, I, I literally couldn't see his face. Ah, man, at this point, I'm like, there can't be no real black characters in this movie at this point. Man. Well, that's what, that's can't what, be. But, but that's why I thought it was footage from an actual movie. Oh, I mean, if it's an old footage, then yeah, but this movie, no, fuck no. There's a credit that for someone, um, it says special story and editing advice. Story quotes. Edited and yeah, and, and it, what what is that? Uh, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> what is it? What is it, Brent? You know what? That's of all the bullshit I'll give this movie, I will say that's an apt ass title. That yeah. He did the best thing about he that he did with this movie was come up with the fucking title because that's exactly what the fuck I'm sure everybody's asking as they watch and after they watch this shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they get to, there's a bunch of girls dancing with the credits, and there's like a devil statue that they're dancing in front of, and it looks like they're in the nightclub dancing. And then it fades to black, and you get what I put as, oh, here's the real credits? Because then more credits start. They look like the traditional ones with the black background. The credits are like six and a half minutes long. Yeah, the movie, I, I think I made a note, the movie was an hour and nine, but the movie officially stopped at like 103. Yeah. So, I mean, it was cool because I was done. <laughs> but I was just watching the credits because I'm like, this would be the asshole that will put something in these goddamn credits somewhere. But he didn't, thankfully. Yeah. So, yeah. That was that movie. That's what is it. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, did, did that sound like something y'all want to watch? Like, it's fine. Like, Everything is fine. I honestly think that even with us talking about it, I would think... I, like, if I was listening back to this, I would. this would be something I'm like, yeah, I don't even care to watch that. Me being the... No, the cinema like fucking masochist that I am, where I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. It sounds terrible. I'll see that. I don't even think I would watch this shit. Yeah, because at least like I said, with the fucking Serbian film, as fucked as that movie was, you could follow the shit. It was Brent, bad. But, but Brent, this is this is this is the um, 
the downside of our personalities when it comes to watching movies you know it, it's like you don't don't watch that fucking movie don't watch that fucking movie and then of course we have to watch it oh yeah it's, it's been like that way since i was a kid as far as my mom and dad told me because i'll be the kid where uh, there's a legit story i don't know if i ever told it but there was an open outlet my dad was because he used to do electric shit and he would uh he was wiring something so the the light switch didn't have the little uh, faceplate on it and i was look like look like i was trying to stick my finger in there and he was like yo don't do that you know, it's a, it'll be your electric here, your shot. Don't do that. And he, and from him, the way he told me this, I don't remember because I was a little ass kid. He said, I looked up at him with my finger still pointed towards the thing. And he looked back at me like we locked eyes for like a good like 20 seconds. And then I was like, and I stuck my finger straight in there looking right in his eye. And then I started crying. So I've always been that way. It's like, if you tell me not to do something, I'm sorry. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> I did stuff like that too. Um, I remember there was like a fairly priceless thing that was on top of the shelf and mm-hmm. and i was just like i want to i want to knock it off the shelf and my mom was like why would you want to do that I was like i don't know she's like don't knock it off the shelf that's very valuable to me she turned around i knocked it off the fucking shelf see that's what i'm saying this is why i mean you are on these episodes because we're the same type of person when it comes to that shit and sometimes it backfires oh it believe me i got electrocuted so i it backfired i, yeah. I didn't get like i wasn't like looking like home alone or nothing like that but i got a good ass little shock though <laughs> But, so yeah yeah so we're gonna play somebody promo i'll probably just play what we're <laughs> thinking because i don't know who else would want to be associated with this shit but since you're here you can fuck it <laughs> like full screen on country yeah you know what? that's what we're about to play so <laughs> listen to the promo i don't even know if age radio will want me putting ads on this shit but we'll see <laughs> and then yeah. we'll be right back Woo. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Brendan. Brent. <laughs> Since this was all your idea, uh, you're going to go first. What you uh, think about this damn movie, bro? I mean, what can you think about this movie? You call it now. I noticed you use the word movie. You know, I'm sorry. What do you think about this thing we watched? <laughs> I don't even know how I can rate it. Like, I don't even... Oh, I like, got it easy. Mine is easy. <laughs> it, it, I mean, if we're going with that, then yes, but... It's just like it goes beyond the realm of like anything. It's it's just absolute nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I it's it's got to be it's it's got to be a zero, man. It's got to be. So, uh, let me I'll throw this out there on the show. Me and PJ and Spirit and shit, we usually rate. We don't like fuck how well your film is made. We just care about how well it entertained us. Mm-hmm. And so zero is for entertainment, right? I, I guess I like what? I don't it, I I enjoyed talking about it with you. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, that's always the saving grace of movies like this is at least the conversation could be fun, but the movie, oh no. It's 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 hard to say. It's hard to rate entertainment on this movie because like oh, yeah, there is it, none. There there isn't. But like at the same time, the whole time I'm like I can't wait to talk about this to like figure this out. <laughs> and it went by real quick. So I mean, at least yeah, it wasn't hour three hours. Three minutes. Yeah. 
Oh, I'd have been, I'd bring it out. I'd be like, yo, abort mission if it was three hours. <laughs> you, you're like, what's the runtime on that? I'm like, uh. Well, just like, because I know some people have, um, they thrown, they haven't thrown it to us as a Patreon movie, but they've thrown it out there. Like, because every time we do shit like this, we'd be like, oh, we ain't scared. We watch whatever. Fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people are like, well, would, y'all, would y'all ever do Birth of a Nation one day? Two reasons. One, no, fuck that movie. Yeah. Because uh, for one, it is about three hours long, and I goddamn refuse to sit and watch that shit for that long. Mm-hmm. And then for two, I've actually seen a good chunk of it because in school, I went to uh, the Afrocentric school, so it was all predominantly black school. So we did a whole paper and we watched bits of like a whole good, it was like basically an abridged version. It wasn't three hours. We watched some abridged version. And then we had to do like our portal, you know, you know, uh, stereotypes and all this type of shit. So I've seen enough of that shit. I don't ever want to look at it again. Also, that movie is almost single-handedly responsible for the resurrection of the Ku Klux Klan. So pretty much. Shit. Exactly. Yeah. And then the director tried to do the movie afterwards to try and be like almost like a sorry about that type thing. And it's like, no, that's not going to work. And, and then here's the thing. He was like, no matter, he obviously made a horrible movie or a horrible thing he did. And like, you know, Ku Klux Klan starting up, like he's responsible for some horrible historical happenings. And, but like, he's just an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. it turns out he was just a moron who didn't even like understand why what he made was so offensive. That's the worst part. Most racists are morons too. But so that, but, it fits. But that, that's like that's like the worst part though. He was he's the most he was just like the super ignorant dude who didn't get why people were saying his movie was racist. Yeah, like what? Where where in this movie was the racism? Cuz it, it's su- it's super weird to like look into that guy's history a little bit. Like he he made like a a bunch of shorts about like like promoting like civil rights and stuff. And then he makes that like I'm just it, he, you're fucking he's almost like um somebody said he was almost like the internet troll of his day. And and also um we should note, you know how people go like you they give that fucking bullshit. Oh, it was the time. It was the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1916 or 1915 when Birth of a Nation came out, people were pissed then, so it was not the time. Mhm. <laughs> so Sorry, you mentioned that mentioned that movie. A little rage came out of there. Oh no, that was one, I was I was just bringing it up, like because this is the good time to bring it. Because people will probably listen to this and be like, "Oh, we want you. no, fuck that movie, no, fuck that." It'll never get done on this podcast. I don't even want to bring light to it more than I already have just now. It still annoys me every time I get because I get um a lot of movies from Kino and I get a magazine sometimes because I guess over so fucking much movies they just send me shit like, "Hey, here's a catalog. Go buy some more shit." And when you get to the back, there's like all the classic movies, and they have always there's always a big ass little section where that my fucking movie is right there. <laughs> like you motherfuckers are the ones keeping this shit in print. I should stop fucking with y'all, but then they'll release shit, and it's like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I want what, that fucking movie. What's most annoying, and the, I think the main reason why it won't go away, is that it's a technically. It's a technical accomplishment as far as a film, and I oh, think that's, that's what everybody's excuse is for it all the time too. Oh yeah, no, no, everybody. I'm not. I, I'm, no, not giving... I'm not saying you. I'm just saying that's what everybody always says. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not giving it excuses. I'm just saying I think that's why it's it's still talked about. Is unfortunately mm-hmm. it's a well made movie technically, so that's that's um that sucks. Like I wish it wasn't. I wish it was like really shitty, really shittily made, and like the cinematography was awful, and it didn't like innovate any kind of camera shots because then you know it would be a footnote. That's what the teacher when we when we talked about that shit in class was telling us that. And basically, what you just said is the same thing. It's like this will always be one of those movies that will never be forgotten because film scholars will always be like, "Oh, it's racist as fuck," but this camera shot and this production value and this and this and that. So they'll oh, that means it'll always be around because they'll look at it. It'll be taught in schools and shit in that aspect, not really in the racist aspect, but in the aspect of look at the shot though. 
I will you know? say I will say that his movie after that, which you kind of described as like a like an apology or whatever, or not apology, but like, oh, you were intolerant of my movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie, Intolerance, is doesn't feature any of that stuff and they mm-hmm. actually replaced uh birth of a nation on like the afi list with intolerance and oh. kudos to that because it's actually even probably better made anyway and it has all the same types of shots done better and like if you're gonna if you're gonna include one of his movies like kudos for at least kicking that one off for for intolerance my opinion should never been there in the first place but i guess i'll take it oh no no it shouldn't <laughs> but i'm just saying i'm glad know, they removed man. it yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I've never actually watched Intolerance. I just remember that's what they, I think that's basically what the teacher told us. What it was. I never really looked into it because after that, I'm like, I don't care to watch none of this shit no more. It's, it's, it's crazy how ambitious that movie is. Holy you, shit. You just reviewed that, right? I could have swore you left a letterbox for that. Uh, I or did. Or somebody else? No, I tried to watch it and I honestly, like, as a, as a modern film watcher, I had a hard time watching it and I actually couldn't finish it because it's th- oh, almost okay. three hours long and it's a silent film and it's, it go. It spans across like four different periods in history. It's like mm. super fucking ambitious, and it's like one of those movies where I'm like, oh, like I appreciate the work that went into this, but like I can't, I can't watch it. That's <laughs> happened before with some movies I tried to watch. I'm like, I see what you're doing, but I'm just, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's good. I was just all that just to say that Birth of a Nation will not ever be featured on this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. But, um, yeah, it's like zero from you, huh? Mm. Well, I mean, I don't know what else I can say. I mean, my review has pretty much been the whole episode, as y'all can tell by my vocal tones here. But, um, this shit is garbage, bro. Like, I don't care what... I'll go to... Like, if I went to a Q&A and he explained everything in his mind, it would, I would just still look him in the eyes and be like, I don't care. It's still garbage. It sucks. Motherfucking movies are made to entertain and shit. If you want to be an artist, go paint a fucking picture or something. I don't know. Like, well, that's the thing is I know... Like, and it's that, like, what I was saying earlier, we were talking about, like, it pissed me off because I know people will be like, oh, but I'm waiting on it to come out when this episode comes out. But the people are like, oh, but you like David Lynch movies, though. And he's like an artist dude that started making movies and he does a bunch of weird shit. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Eraserhead is still more comprehensible than this shit. As incomprehensible as that fucking movie. I don't even think it's that fucking weird or, like, hard to follow, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, even the spirit said, like, yeah, I kind of understood what was going on. Like, so it's not that fucking bad. But, but when you compare it to shit like this, though, this, like, has nothing, man. No. It just feels like, like I said, some cheap exploitation shit and just somebody trying to give a middle finger up to the, you know, the the Hollywood, you know, studios and shit. The only saving grace about the movie I can say is that at least it never got released. Like, we had to seek the fuck out of this shit to watch it. And so that might mean people won't want to watch it. Because it's like, nobody, who the fuck won't put in that much work to find this movie other than, like, us? (laughs) Hopefully no one. Exactly, so... But at the end of the day, I had to watch it. And when I, we rate movies here at the Home Video Hustle by entertainment. You can go on and on, Crispin Glover, about your art and what it meant to you. We don't give a fuck about none of that here. What we give a fuck about here at the Home Video Hustle is how you entertain me. Did your movie entertain me? No. And I'm going to break out. I'm going to do something I've personally never done before, Brendan. Oh, shit. I'm going to steal something from the spirit here. She's done it multiple times. I've never done it. This gets to patented the spirit negative two out of ten. Shit! I usually don't like to go under zero because then you're dealing with negatives and fake numbers and shit. In my opinion, because I like zero to ten. God damn it! But nah, yeah, this is this is even honest to god. Even if you took out the super racist shit, this would still be garbage though. Because there's nothing here to grasp onto. Do you think even, if they took out the super racist shit, it would be like a zero though? Maybe. 
Okay. Because that shit was probably like the worst. Like when, like I said, the moment that fucking song. I'm not even gonna say the title of the song. No, again, don't, don't, that, no, don't give it anything. It's a, it's a horrible song that nobody needs to know. Exactly, because the thing I saw right here even had the artist. Fuck that artist. Too. I'm not even saying his name. No. But the moment that hit, there was no. It was the point of no return. Like at that point, it was zero auto. It was done. Because at that point, I already wasn't really fucking with it like that. And then that happened. Oh no. So from that point on, the score is just, it fell off the cliff and it's just rolling the fuck down here. So at that point, it was just, how much am I going to hate this movie? And now I know people probably be like, oh, see, you went into it a bad mind state. You went into it just wondering how much you was going to hate it. Yeah, wouldn't you, motherfucker? Well, like, so, so was I. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, like, and then there was, it's just nothing. Because usually with some bad movies, like, even with the human centipede, I gave that uh, like maybe like a two or something, because at least it made me fucking laugh. And then yeah. with the Serbian film, I gave that a zero because I now it's fucked up as it was. I followed it. It was not what I, it was not entertaining to me, but I followed it. This had the fucking thing of being the trifecta that it was racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. I couldn't follow it. And there was nothing I got out of it. Not because some movies will get a, like a one because I'm like, yo, there was this one thing that I really fucking like or really mm-hmm. made me laugh. It didn't have that. It didn't have a plot that I give a fuck about that I could follow. And it was racist as fuck on top of that. And if you want to add a fourth thing, I used to, I forgot to mention this. Every time I check the timer with a movie, I write it down on the side of my notes. Guess how many times I checked the timer, Brendan? Oh, I'm going to say seven times. Nine times, Brendan. Oh, shit. I checked the timer watching this because I'm just like, how much fucking longer is this? I think and when I get to almost ten, that can't be. It ha- can't be nothing but zero. I, I, think, I think I did about four. Five or six times, maybe seven. Um, and that's it's what I'm just, saying. Yeah, once you get past three, man, it's like fuck this movie. <laughs> well, there's nothing to hold on to. There's no, there's no logic line. Like there, as, yeah. Like you mentioned you mentioned David Lynch movies and like Eraserhead. At least in those movies, there's like there's um, a, I want to say like a normalcy. Like there's something, there's something there to cling to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some kind of basis for the plot. This is just let's throw as much random shit as we can exactly and i'm sure in crispin glover's mind maybe like i don't know i don't know the mind of an insane person but maybe yeah. in crispin glover's mind this movie makes total sense who the fuck knows but no one oh you know no it one, does to him <laughs> well either it does or he knows exactly what he's doing do you know what i mean or that's who yeah i got you. yeah so i mean maybe it does maybe it doesn't but like it just uh and, and i'm sure when he went and did these tours that people fucking applauded and went nuts because this is the type of movie they wanted to see but it's not the type of movie we wanted to see exactly and i know i keep using david lynch's name but that because that's like my go-to dude for this type like for weird shit but like i've even like i've tried to explain motherfucking fellini movies to people are like like and they're like oh that's all like, like so even like comparing it to shit like that like i said all this criterion shit like just no you know, that's one of my things. I really do want to see a Fellini movie. I've never sat down and watched one. Wait, no, there was one I watched when I was younger, and I did, I really hated it, but it might have been because I was younger. I watched uh, <laughs> sit, uh, Satyricon. That I haven't seen before, but okay. I have seen that title before, so it's probably on the Criterion channel, I'm sure. Oh, man, I haven't even seen, like, fucking Eight and a Half or... Uh, that's, um, hey, if I, hey, that's a seventh, recommend for you right there. Uh, uh, seventh Seal, either. Which I also want to see. Another recommend for you. I like both of those movies, but that's what, see, that's, all right, that's what I'm saying. Like, that shit... People say can say art and they can interpret all kind of different shit from it. I can with you on that. Mm-hmm. But this shit right here, no. <laughs> you know what I hate about... Um, okay, can I just get on a soapbox for a second? Get on that soapbox, B. I hate when 
you get these and, and you know i'm i'm not gonna say i i only like these movies like i love dumb movies obviously we both oh, yeah. do we talked we about just talked the about uh, never too young to die we just talked about exactly but like i don't like this attitude of like people who like these dumb movies and when when these artsy movies come out that get like you know rave review okay so people that like these dumb movies they get really mad if you know critics don't like them and I, i'm not saying i'm not attacking you personally brian i know oh, you're like <laughs> i know you're like oh why the fuck the critics like this but you have people that get really mad when critics don't like the dumb movies that come out and then when and they say like oh you don't know anything but then when artsy movies come out or like you know genuinely great movies and people love them they go oh you don't know anything so it's like aren't you doing the same thing that you're getting mad about with those movies like yep like just fuck off <laughs> exactly fuck pretty off. much let me just like weird movies not this but let me just like weird movies yeah. that may, maybe they don't make any sense to you and i i'm sorry about that i'm sorry if you don't like them that's your prerogative but it, it's it's fun it just it just fucks it just fucks me up when people like say you know oh people who don't like these dumb movies and like these like artsy or genuinely like well-made movies are like uh, there's they're so like full of themselves but then they do the same thing mm-hmm or the opposite movies so it's like am i making any sense i don't know maybe i'm rambling no i understand what you're saying yeah it's a lot of hypocrisy going on here exactly now all that to say though like don't waste your time man like we wasted our time you don't have to waste yours we wasted our time so that we can give you quality podcast entertainments yeah wasted the time for wasted our time for a purpose there you go it's like for us be dealing with that quote-unquote entertainment now you guys get genuine entertainment we hope anyway there might be fans of this movie listening to this like fuck printed and print they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> the home video hustle puppy kosh <laughs> they hustle some better reviews yes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i said now that's over fuck this movie it will be forgotten except for people that listen to this podcast i guess uh, I will i've already started forgetting this movie i was gonna say i try to but i think there are gonna be certain things in this that stick in my memory unfortunately Oh, it's gonna be one of them cannibal holocaust situations where it's like now, I, like I see a, a snail, and it'd be the same thing as when I see a turtle. It's just like, oh man, yeah, get the fucking the war flashbacks when you see a snail now. <laughs> I knew the shit about snails. I knew like the salt fucks them up, but I've never actually seen one like get salted and boiled up like that before. Yeah, that was fucked. So I was like, well, I, I guess just like with the turtles, like, well, I guess I saw something new today. <laughs> it's like i was i used to wonder like what, what, what like it looks like under a shell now nah, i know what the fuck it looks like thanks kind of a holocaust i guess under the <laughs> shell is of course the uh the turtle remake of that scarlett johansson movie under the skin <laughs> there you go cannibal holocaust part two under the shell this isn't an, uh, an official hustle recommendation but under the skin is fucking fantastic I haven't seen that one that's like one of those like you talked about artsy movies that is actually like really good though i was about to say i think that's one of them type movies probably it's like as i know i've seen people be like oh this is this art or this filmmaking here is wonderful and shit like that yeah don't let nobody fool you man oh that's what i was gonna do let's go to imdb and look at some of these goddamn reviews for this movie oh jesus because they're like we there's like we gave it a negative two and a zero there are tens there are multiple fucking tens here oh i'm and, and again I'm not shocked. I mean, what's the rating on IMDb? 5.6? It was, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. At the time I wrote it, it was 5.7. But yeah, now it's 5.6. So, I mean, it's not a shocker. It's a long-ass review. I'm not reading all that. But I'm going to just say there it says, 10 out of 10. Sure, it's weird. Why would you want it to be anything else? Um, I, The first one that I saw starts off with saying, the first installment of Crispin Glover's personal magnum opus, 
asks you to think a little. So that's the one I just that's the one I just read the title of too. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, can't be re- recommended for any viewer who doesn't want to sit and puzzle over Glover's imagery. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The, the surprisingly simple but weird, weirdly obfuscated threat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, here you go. Read the next sentence, though. What? Uh, to the more casual viewer, yes, it's probably going to come off as a confusing mishmash of odd, startling, and disturbing, disturbing imagery for imagery's sake. Yeah, that's because that's what it fucking is. Well, because we're just casuals, B. That's why. We don't get it. We're not artists. We're casuals. See, that that side <laughs> I don't like, and I also don't like the opposite of that on the other side. <laughs> no, I'm t- I'm glad you read that, because that just proved a lot of points we just made, and yeah. like way less words than we did. <laughs> oh, we That's got, like, exactly how they think. Sumptuous, decadent, beautiful ugliness. What yes. Fuck? I had the privilege to see what is it last night. Plaster, swastika, snail killing, and sex. If you ever wondered how far someone could go to the left, then this is the movie for you. What? Is that a pol- is that like a political left? Like, what, what are you saying? I don't know if that's a political left or I know there's like a saying like, oh, that fool went all the way left. Man, he Holy tripping, you know, shit, shit like that. What's Holy up? shit. Holy shit. What is it behind the scenes slash party? I worked on the set of this movie and have some behind the scenes footage. And then there's a YouTube, there's YouTube links. Oh, I'm looking at them too. Oh, it says YouTube deleted the last part, which is a stripper. I, they posted when they took down anyway. Crispin threw us a party. Uh, there is a talent showcase at the end of the party, which is hilarious. I've seen video. Okay, blah, blah, blah. A breathtaking masterpiece of incalculable oh, magnitude. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm about to read that one because I just saw something in that review. You just, hold on. Oh, no. Crispin oh, Glover has... Oh, no. <laughs> that's a 10 out of 10, too. Here we go. Crispin Glover has presented... A, you, you saw it, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. Crispin Glover has presented a monumental film that will surely change cinema forever. Not only does it trace an honor... The Afro-American roots that preceded Lumiere by almost a hundred years, but proudly restores that tradition and provides a very subtle critique of the modern movie business. Yeah, I just I'm... saw Afro-American in honor in the same fucking sentence, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and you didn't see a diss before that honor, so exactly. I'm like, "Oh no!" Hey, by the way, um, whoever this reviewer is that eight out of eleven people found helpful. If that's how you felt, if that's what you thought it was, fine. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see that at all. But if that's what you think, great. <laughs> I'm gonna read the rest of this. Fuck it. It says profits are nowhere to be found in this low budget homage to Capra and Selznick. What? Yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Hats off to Glover for not pulling any punches while showing a decadent sequence. A decadent sequence. Oh my! Remember God. that involving a naked gentleman being ejaculated whilst laying inside a giant oyster also it was an oyster being no ex- ejaculated whilst laying inside a giant oyster <sighs> no expense including excess pubic hair has been spared on another note i know what you must be thinking in the back of your mind wait i think i have seen a graveyard sex scene before perhaps but was it in the first five minutes did it involve two fully clothed people with one? Oh, that sounds like a diss. I don't know if I should read that next sentence, bro. Yeah, no, I didn't let's, write... let's, let's skip to that. Let's yeah, I'm not saying that. That's fucked up. They just basically dissed them in the movie. But Crispin Glover proves that we have moved beyond this tired old traditions and re- repetitious childhood storytelling and myths and entered into a new realm wherein we are free to recreate and reimagine what it means to be a theater going experience. Uh, my longtime partner of two months. Oh, he gave her a damn name. I'm not gonna read her name off. Who rec? Oh, that cause there you go. Who recently left me agrees with me. I guess that's why I put her name in there. 
<laughs> we might be like oil and water and sulfuric acid in the bedroom, but when the curtains go up, we are united before the grandeur of moviedom. Congratulations, Mr. Glover. We love your deliberately ratty film. Now, in a way, I could see that being somebody just completely out of their fucking mind, but I wonder in the back of my mind if they're doing this as an asshole review, like a parody or like fucking around. Because some of that shit is just like, you can't, you cannot be that fucking yeah. dumb right i was wondering that but then when you said the thing about um deliberately ratty film i don't know that just seems genuine to me there's, there's so many i i can't even look at this anymore this is making me mad glover proudly proclaims four directorial influences brunel or brunholms i don't know how to pronounce that oh is it like louise bunuel or whatever probably uh kubrick yeah. herzog and fassbender go fuck yourself <laughs> I know the other three. The first one I can't front. I didn't know. I don't know the first one. But the other three, oh, yeah, I know what those ones are. Kubrick. Yeah, that's the one. Because of the four, that's the one I know the most. This is like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so I'm just reading reviews now and shit for a second to see what else is in these fucking insanity. Somebody says it's a spoof of art house films. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is basically, even if he didn't mean it that way, it's a fucking parody of like oh. what people expect him to be. Yeah, and I don't want to read any of this. It's kind of nasty towards the actors. I feel so bad for the actors on this in this movie too. Like, yeah, so I'm, I'm noticing a bunch of reviews are being assholes toward them. They, it feels like they were like you know manipulated in that way. That's what I'm saying. It feels like exploitation and shit, man. Like I've, I'm just watching it. Like, how is there nobody in the background like being like, "Hey, uh, hold up, real quick." Yeah, but I don't know, man. What is it? It's some bullshit. That's what it is, bro. Yeah. It's not fine. Everything is not fine. Exactly. And I'm, like I said, if you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to talk about the next one. Guess what? I'm probably not going to do that because I don't really, I don't care to watch it. <laughs> and it's impossible to find. Trust me. I looked. <laughs> there you go. See? So there it is. Like, he had trouble finding this shit. Like, and after seeing this movie, no one's going through that much trouble to find the next one. I'm sorry, y'all. <sighs> What's uh... up? If Crispin Glover fucking sent me that shit, I'm not looking at it. No. Send it back to him. But, you know, it feels kind of weird to do it with this movie, but fuck you. I'm not breaking tradition because of this fucking movie, but we got segments on the show. Yeah. And we got black history flashcards from the urban intellectuals. Let's tell you about real black history, not this menstrual bullshit your boy had going on. Mm. Man, I'm mad. I keep getting these names. That's going to be hard to pronounce, but I don't Director fuck them up. D.W. Griffith. I was joking. Oh, you said D. I'm like, it actually starts with D. I was like, do you actually know who this is before I pulled the card out? You me reading minds, B? <laughs> um, we have... Dialenda Rodriguez de Almedia, born February 10th, 1939, and died 1968. Writer, translator, revolutionary movement leader, and women's rights activist. Known as the mother of the revolution for her role in Angolan, Angolan, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that, independence movement, co founded the women's division of the People's Movement for the Liberation of Angola, MPLA. Corresponded with Martin Luther King Jr. in an effort to get ideas on how to help her country's fight for independence from the Portuguese. She was tortured and executed after being captured for her political work. Died a martyr of the struggle for freedom in Angola. That was Dialinda Rodriguez de Almedia. Sweet. Died doing something better than making this fucking movie. Yeah, that's most people that die, though. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very, very true. <laughs> Brendan, you got anything to hustle to prove other than not watching this movie? I do actually have a hustle approval um, for a movie I saw about like a week ago. It's a movie that came out last year, I think, or the year before. It's called The Art of Self-Defense. Oh, I saw you post about that. I, I had never heard of that shit. 
Yeah, so this is a movie. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is in it. Um, he basically he plays a very uh, introverted young man. I know, big shocker. Um, <laughs> but he gets like uh, he gets assaulted. He's walking home and he gets assaulted by a couple people, and that inspires him to to go and take like a self defense class, like a like a karate type thing. It starts out like that, and then we kind of slowly figure out that the sensei um, is not a good person. And there's something else going on. I don't want to give too much away, but there's something else going on there. And it's a lot about like uh, toxic masculinity. It's kind of like I, I kind of describe it to someone if Fight Club was more of an intentional comedy. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, it's very deadpan and dark. It's super dark humor. Um, Jesse Eisenberg is one of those actors I think that is like super underrated. He He essentially plays like very similar types in movies but i feel like he does it really well and in this movie he's pretty fantastic uh the dude who plays the sensei is like alessandro nivola i think is his name and he's also really good yeah no it's it's super good the art of self-defense i'm not sure where it's streaming but it just came out like a year or two ago so i'm sure it's like pretty much available anywhere check that out at your local library um, I got a simple one. Um, I bought. I've been buying mad fucking movies. I had to. I just finally had to just stop myself. So I'm like, all right, bro, you got, you got a, you got a problem, bro. <laughs> put, put the pipe down and shit. When I, uh, <laughs> when I, um, I was uh went back to an old childhood favorite of mine. I hadn't watched it in a while, man. And I know a lot of people don't like it, and they usually say in the film franchise there's only one good one. But I implore you to go back and rewatch the sequel because I think the sequel, not as good as the first one, of course, but it's like, I would give the first one like, I, well, did we do the first? No, we haven't done any on the podcast yet. I would give the first one like a 10 plus and I would give the second one a nine. I'm talking about fucking RoboCop 2, bro. I fucking <laughs> love RoboCop 2, bro. I don't care, man. Like, I know people are like, oh, you know, the only RoboCop movie is the, f- the good one's the first one. The first is second one. After, after two, I give you three sucks. And I talked yeah. about that with Steven Izzy a while back. But RoboCop 2 is actually not bad, man. Like, of course, it's because you got Peter Weller back. It's still rated R. I mean, like, Brendan was talking about the other movie. Mad dark humor in that fucking movie. Like, the first, I was telling the Spirit, she was watching it with me. And, like, in the first nine minutes, I think, like, 20 people get murdered, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it wastes no time like you know the first one had all the build up and shit the second one was like no Robocop is here and Detroit is fucked up like <laughs> that, I mean, that's the two things you establish in nine minutes of that movie <laughs> and the second one is pretty goofy right it's goofy there's a there's a scene where it's you no know, slight spoilers but the movie did the movie's older than me goddamn it but they were they uh they're, they're ocp reprograms robocop with a bunch of directives to make him like they almost they, they go to a focus group and they're like well why does a robocop you know talk to the bad guys first why is he always just shooting everybody oh maybe he can help old ladies cross the street so they gave him all these directives in his head that basically makes him go like there's a bunch of kids robbing a store and they're in here they're kid like spray painting him and shit and he's sitting there going like hey do you, do you know this is a school day you know shit like that I fucking die, bro. Every time <laughs> there's a guy um. smoking and he shoots all around the top of his head until he spits the cigarette out. And he's like, thank you for not smoking. You know, shit like that. I love that movie. I don't care, man. I've never actually seen it, so I can't really comment. Nine out of ten, bro. I'm telling you. Now, I don't know if you will feel the same way, but that <laughs> is an easy nine. I mean, maybe on entertainment value. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know the feel. I mean, well, it's, it's funny because it's directed by the guy who did uh, Empire Strikes Back, the Erwin Kirshner dude. Oh, wow. And it's uh, it's I don't I don't know because the first one, it it's, it has its moments of like cheapness, like when Dick Jones gets shot out the window and his arms, like the claymation has these super long goofy looking arms and shit. So it has uh-huh. its goofy moments too. But the second one is, is like not as it's not terribly like low budget. I'll tell you this: you may 
when I watch it, you may convince me one day that it, you know it's it's fun and ridiculous or entertaining or whatever. You're never going to convince me that Highlander Two is any good. You know what? I wouldn't try because Highlander Two is one of those movies that I know I like, but nobody else will. <laughs> now fuck that movie. <laughs> I like that. I have both. I will. Ah, damn it, PJ. I gave PJ a box of VHS tapes. And I forgot to get my Highlander 2 tape out of there. And then I think his tapes got stolen. So I don't fucking have it anymore. But I had the theatrical VHS edition of that movie, which is almost impossible to find other than on VHS tape. <sighs> and I had that because any version you buy now is what they call the Renegade version, a Renegade cut, where they tried to recut it and make it better, I guess. Oh, but fuck that. If you, I don't know which version you've seen, but if you've only seen one version, if one day for y'all podcast, y'all do Highlander 2, bro, watch the other one. Whatever one you've watched, watch the opposite, just so you can see how... Because they're super different from each other. I'm not sure which which one I watched, honestly. I think there were aliens, but I don't remember. Well, I mean, there's aliens in both, I think. But. Oh, I don't. I honestly w- couldn't even tell you what, <laughs> much about it. I just remember watching it and being like, fuck. I think... Oh, man, it's been... It, granted, I like the second one, but it's been a fucking long time since I watched it. And I'm pretty sure that they're in both. Because I think the second movie makes it out to be like the Highlanders are all aliens or some shit for real or oh. some dumb shit. Okay, that would be the... Cl- I think that's that might be like the closest I would ever give a zero to a mainstream movie. <laughs> like, it might be a zero. I'm not sure. I have to watch it again, but... But that's one of those movies where it's like, I, I, I know it's horrible. Like, believe me, I know it's bad. I would never do Like you said, I would never defend that movie and say it's good. But mm-hmm. I like it, though. <laughs> I can't explain it. This yeah. shit is highly entertaining to me. I, that was actually the second Blu-ray I ever bought was Highlander 2. <laughs> the first one I ever bought was Grindhouse. Grindhouse was the reason I got a Blu-ray player. Oh, Grindhouse is fantastic. I actually wish I had bought it when it was like Grindhouse and not the separate movies. Yes, that is why I bought the blue. You can still buy it's available now. Well, oh, in Canada, I'm not sure, but is it like super expensive though? No, I paid like thirteen ninety nine for it when it was brand new here. I, I can look it up for you right now. <laughs> this is podcasting one hundred and one. Fuck it, man, because I know it can't. It can't be that much, and it can't be out of print, Brian. Let's see, Grindhouse Blu. Because that was the whole reason I wanted. Um, between that, the Grindhouse Blu-ray and uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. Those are the two things that made me get a PlayStation 3 because I was like, I need a Blu-ray player and I need to play Metal Gear Solid uh, 4. So here we go. <laughs> Remember, you, you're you're also on the uh, American uh, version there. Oh, I was just seeing if it was still in well, Yeah, it was, okay. So here, oh, damn, it tells me when I bought it. I bought Grindhouse December 26, 2010. <laughs> oh, see, there's a Grindhouse thing and it says Planetary slash Death Proof theatrical versions. I'm not sure if this is it. Well, I know that oh, because the one I have just says Grindhouse Two Disc Special Edition. But it's some shit. it's it's also a hundred dollars. But yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that Two is a good one, but yeah, I don't know. I I know it's bad, bro. I know it is. <laughs> Fair enough. As long as you're willing to admit it, I will. Like I just, it's just like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I know that movie fucking sucks, but that is one of my childhood favorites, though. Me and my brother watch. It's just like. That movie and Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero, the PS1 game. Those are two things Mortal Kombat related that me and my brother know nobody likes, but we love that shit. Maybe that's, <laughs> I think that's similar to how I felt about uh, <clears throat> about uh, Masters of the Universe before yeah, I watched exactly. it for the podcast. And then I realized, mm-hmm. oh no, I don't like this that much. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. I, it was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I wondered that because, you know, we take notes and we like really watch movies. But even after that, I'm like, no, it's still 8 out of 10. <laughs> I love this movie. Fucked off. Uh, it's no Joe's apartment. There you go. Yes, yeah, it's, it's no garbage pail kid. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, throw one back at you. Uh, but uh yeah, man, I think we near the end of the show. We actually made this a two hour episode, which I was wondering about, but we have been talking about other shit though. I'm shocked. <laughs> Me too. I was figuring this was gonna be like an hour. I was yeah. wondering like, man, how are we gonna make this a two hour episode or something? That's how. But uh yeah, go ahead and tell them about your show, man. Do like Steven, get your shit plug on, man. Let them know. Well, I hope I uh, I hope I do Steve proud here by saying that I have uh, I have a couple podcasts. Uh, they couldn't be more different from each other. Um, one is called uh, What Were They Thinking, which I host with Nathan. Uh, we talk about bad to questionable movies, kind of like uh, mo- most of the movies you guys talk about here. <laughs> yeah, we talk about a lot of weird. It, was, it was expands many genres here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so, wait, when when is this when is this coming out? Um, not this coming week, but the week after. Okay, so still in May. Yeah, oh yeah, it'll definitely be in May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, what were they thinking? You can find it on uh, all the podcatchers. Just search for it. You'll find it. Our home base is www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. Uh, we're just a couple of weeks or a week or two away from going into June, which is going to be the Listener's Choice Month. We've got some doozies coming up for that. So uh, one, uh, by the way, is from The Spirit. So stay tuned. Where can they enter like some kind of video or something they can watch to find out what exactly you guys picked? Yeah, you guys can head to the to the uh, YouTube channel of Game It All. So you can go to youtube.com slash Game It All. That's G-A-M-E-I-T-A-L-L. We did a live show where a lot of great people showed up to watch, which was awesome. Uh, Brent was on the part of the live show, and so was Steve from Everything I Learned From Movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you can watch that listener's choice draw that we did live to, to find out uh, what we uh, ended up with <laughs> for June. Um, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast and you can search for what were they thinking on facebook other podcast is for screen and country and again it couldn't be any more different it's a podcast i host with my friend jason we talk about the top 100 british films of all british time as compiled in the year of our lord 1999 on the bfi top 100 list um i mean i say it's super different just in terms of the movies we do get very silly and uh you know talk about bullshit too um but you can find that one on uh, all the podcatchers again just search for for screen and country you can find us on twitter at bfi underscore pod uh, you can find us on facebook just by searching for for screen and country and of course our home base for that one is for screen and country dot podbean dot com but it's on everything so just look for it you'll find it thank you more later <laughs> thank you more later <laughs> thank you brendan for being on the show Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this was all your ideas. So <laughs> you were going to watch this with me no matter what. Because like, even if you had just been like, yo, you should watch this out of straight call, you're like, no, no, fuck you. Get on Skype. Nope. <laughs> we'll talk about this shit, too. But nah, yeah, if you want to, I mean, you listen to the show. But just in case you're new here, I'm going to tell you a little something. You can find us on all the social media outlets, but we're most predominantly on Twitter. And you can find us on there at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase podcast, HVH podcast on Twitter. 1D. That's right, one D, not two. That's that's I don't know. That's a whole weird space right there on the internet. Y'all know if you're ready for that shit. Do you really want to know about Steel though? That's where yeah, you want to go. a movie that we haven't done. That's crazy. Still, that's wild. <laughs> it I, is. I, I, and I have done it, but it was on a different podcast. It was with Stephen Izzy. Who? Yeah. I'm not gonna. Well, no, I'm not gonna spoil it. Wait, what? But, yeah, I don't, nothing. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
you can follow that uh on oh I, you can follow that but then in the bio of the twitter page there's a link tree and you can get to everything else like our facebook instagram our uh, t public shop you can buy a fucking face mask with the home for the hustle logo on it if you want to rep your set like that like fuck it put on a mask i used to say put that on a t-shirt but fuck it in the way you know we live in nowadays now it could be just put that on a face mask <laughs> I love it. But yeah, just, oh, and then uh, also for Christmas, like every year, like, well, not every year. I just did it one year so far. But from this point on, every year I send movies out <laughs> that um, I usually have doubles of or I just buy specifically. I'm like, oh, that's that's Brendan right there. I'll buy him a movie or something. Like if I see it, like in the bins, I go in the bins and the shit and just find goofy shit. What did you send me again? I sent you, actually sent you, you got a good one. You got Night of the Living Dead. Right, 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 right. Because we had been talking about Romero movies. I was like, oh, there you bring the guy that one. But I got, like, my shit's overflowing right now. I've been buying so many movies and shit that I have, like, yeah, so you might get two this year, y'all. Oh, shit. Unless we get more patrons and then everybody gets spread out. But if I, ain't got, if I have more movies than patrons, guess what? You're getting more than one fucking movie this year. I will spoil this. I bought a Blu-ray pack with the first seven Saw movies. And I'm trying to decide if somebody's going to get all seven of them on Blu-ray or DVD or if I'm going to spread them around. So if, if somebody out there wants all seven Saw movies, just tell me. You can have them, bitches. I don't care. <laughs> I have a lot of fucking movies now. I eradicated a ton of physical media that I had because I had way too many when I moved. And I did at one time have all the Saw movies. I've had them all because my ex-girlfriend loved them shits. And I don't think I've watched them since I've not been with her. But... PJ was talking about wanting to do them, so I was like, well, they got the Blu-ray set for like 10 bucks, and that one set cleared out seven DVD cases, so... I was hey. going to say, hey, the first the first one is pretty good. I remember liking one, and three, and two had its moments. I remember the first three being like, all right, if we want to watch them, fine, but after three, I remember just being like, blah, straight down. <laughs> I think one is like, a, like genuinely pretty good, and then two is like... Oh, let's put more people in it because that's what made it good. And then three is like, all right, this is a pretty decent conclusion. And then after that, fuck it. <laughs> I remember on some real shit. Like this is probably another opinion that I might be the only one I have this, but I know everybody loves the first one. But I remember when I was watching those. I remember watching the third one the most. Really? Yeah, I, I don't remember why, but I just remember being like, oh, I like that one the most so far. And then I kind of I was like, well, maybe they get better. Wrong. <laughs> I think I like the first one just because it's more like simplistic. Oh, yeah, because it was all low budget and shit. You know, the, well, you you probably know this because we even talked about it, but you know, that's your boy that did Upgrade in that movie. Oh, yeah. Lee, Lee Winnell, he's great. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. Fuck. And he <laughs> did The Invisible Man, too, which you still have to watch, Still sir. need to watch that. I know. I, I have access to it. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll watch fucking anything that dude makes. He's great. I think he's responsible for The Conjuring and shit, too, right? Uh, He didn't... Dir- no, I don't think he directed it. He might have helped, like, write it or something. Oh, I'm sorry, oh. not that, but um, Insidious, maybe? Well, James Wan, the director, um, is the same director as the first Saw. Oh, maybe he wrote him. Now, I know he has some type of affiliation with Conjuring and like Insidious and shit. I Wait, think, I, too. Might, I might have just sounded like an asshole. I'm going to look it up while you talk. Oh, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> no, I've, I, seen I... The, I've seen the first two Insidious movies because my ex-girlfriend also loved those. And I, I wasn't that big a fan of those. But... Oh, yeah. They're whatever, I guess. Um... Yeah, just a little ghost. I mean, they're not terrible. But I, just, I just didn't get into them. Yeah, no, Saw, the first Saw was directed by James Wan and written by yeah. Lee Whannell. Uh, Lee Whannell's the dude who made, who did Upgrade, which I know you guys just recently did Upgrade. That movie is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. I, I missed it in theaters. I wanted to go see it, but I just... Same. I, yeah. uh, James Wan did Saw, Dead Silence. Uh, oh, I've seen that before. I forgot <laughs> about that movie. Death Sentence, which is a super underrated that's, movie. I fucking, that's like modern day Death Wish before they did the Death Wish remake. Yeah, I think that was like 10 million times better than the Death Wish remake. I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to say that. I need to watch. I own them both, and I haven't watched that one since I was probably in high school. That's how old it is, I guess. <laughs> 
Um, watch it. That might be a hustle. And then he did the Conjuring movies, which are pretty good. Uh, f- uh, he did Furious Seven. He did Aquaman. Uh, and then yeah, a couple of the first two, I guess, Insidious movies. I thought Homeboy. Uh, I knew because I know both of them. I think they because he might Lee Winnell might have wrote it then or something. I think he has some type of affiliation with that shit. Lee Winnell. I think he he might be in them bitches actually. I think he might have played a character. He's like one of them ghost hunter dudes in that movie. I think in The Conjuring or um, I'm sorry, Insidious. I mean, my bad. I think he's in that movie playing somebody. Uh, okay, so he wrote Saw 1, 2, and... Th- uh, sorry, Saw 1 and 2. Uh, mm-hmm. He wrote Dead Silence, Insidious, Insidious 2. So he uh, wrote him, okay. the, the Mule, for some reason? Is that the fucking Clint Eastwood Is that the movie? Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Oh, was... no, it's not. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking wild. Um, Insidious 3 was his directorial debut, actually. Okay, so I... Okay, yeah. And then he... And then uh, after... The, and then he wrote Insidious, The Last Key, and then he directed Upgrade and The Invisible Man. And was he in those movies Which i could have swore he was insidious i could have swore he played one of them ghost hunters in that movie. oh yeah he plays a character called specs which i can yes. only imagine he had the is goggles that on character shit. <laughs> yep that was him he's also in the bye bye man when's that coming up on the podcast no fuck that when's that coming up on your podcast because that fits y'all dynamic perfectly <laughs> <laughs> why because it's too good oh yeah yeah you already know <laughs> oh speaking of movies man why are you here fucking man we're gonna make this a little longer because i need to get a taste of that bullshit movie out of my mouth right now okay but did you how do you feel about this shit going on with uh like universal and amc beefing with each other uh, about I think these movies and shit i think the theater chains had a major overreaction i was wondering about that because i know not every can like if universal does it that's gonna probably suck for them but they, and you know not everybody gonna do that shit well and they also said that they weren't gonna do it for all their movies yeah just like you know like fast and furious 9 is not going to be digital only well exactly they're not stupid they're just saying like you know mid-budget mid-level budget movies they thought oh we can actually do quite well releasing them just for the at-home market because people will generally stay home and watch a movie like that more than they would go to the theater like yeah, like we could put trolls on fucking digital like who can like. and that movie and that but that movie fucking made uh, apparently it made an incredible amount of money exactly because think about it like fuck taking the kids to the theater sometime <laughs> try to get and them like, to sit still for an hour and a half think think about it like this too let's say the typical family you have two parents and like two or three kids right mm-hmm. how much Way are the cheaper. tickets tickets alone for that like fucking 50 bucks i'm about to say like if there's a movie theater around here if you go to like the big like you know the quote-unquote the good theater around here each ticket is like 14 bucks yeah and then on top of that food like if you and yeah. if you as opposed to what they're charging which people like you know people are like i hear i see some people freaking out about the 20 dollar price and i'm like that's not bad that's like a good mid mid-ground yeah that's that's not that bad if you're maybe the only one watching it then yeah it's not great but if you have like a, a family or if you like live with even one other person like that's a pretty good price I was going to say, like, even with me just being here with the Spirit, like I said, the one movie theater is about $10 each, so it's the same fucking price. And I get to sit my ass at home, and we can order pizza, or I can cook something. And you can pause it, you can rewind it, you can yeah. turn the volume up, you can talk, like, you know? Yeah, you ain't got to worry about catching the Rona or bed bugs or no <laughs> shit like that. Well, you worked in the movie theater, so you can tell them, like, it's probably... <laughs> Exactly. But that's all. That's what I was wondering, though, because like, I, I work from working in a movie theater. How would you think they overreacting or not? But you already said it. So, yeah. Oh, they totally did. Fuck. I, I have no. I have no fucking allegiance to movie theater. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everybody knows I'm super introvert. I don't care to talk to people or go out like that for real. So you know, that's music to my motherfucking ears. I can watch the new movie at home. 
Mm-hmm. Like, granted, the spirit is not. She's the complete opposite. She likes to go out, so it clashes a little bit. Because I'm like, we can just watch that shit at home, bro. And he's like, well, I want to go. I was like, fuck, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's but uh, if it's something I want to just see, I can just watch it at home. It's um, it's a nice uh combination of uh, it's like um. It's a nice combination. If they did that, there'd be like, you know, some epics that you want to see in theaters and some movies are just mm-hmm. made to see in theaters, but then like some that you can just watch at home, which is, you know, just really cool. Exactly. And they probably can make more bread that way too. Because like I said, there's a lot of movies that come out that bomb at the box office because there's people like, even me, I even say like, I do it sometimes where I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to see that. It looks interesting, but like, I'll wait for it to come on video or so. I'll wait for it to come on TV. My grandma's like that. My grandma fucking hated going to the movie theater. I think the last movie she said she saw at the theater was fucking Romancing the Stone <laughs> or some shit like that. So she hadn't been there since like, what, that, the 80s? Yeah, that's like 87 <laughs> or something. So yeah, that was a lot. The last two movies she said she saw in the theater was that, and before that was Psycho 2. That was the last two movies she saw in the theater. Psycho 2, wow. Another great sequel we'll talk about one day. But yeah, so there are people like that where it's like no matter how much they might be interested in the movie, they they don't care to go out. They'll wait for it to come on HBO. So it works for people like that. And I think the theaters are, you know, you guys are just prolonging the inevitable. Yeah. Like eventually, no one's going to be going to the fucking movies, unfortunately. Well, I was talking to the spirit. I was like, with you know, all the coronavirus shit going on right now, you know, it should make a comeback. And they actually are. It's fucking drive-in theaters. Yeah. No, I heard about that. It's not. There's not really anything out here. But, yeah, where there are drive-ins, uh, they're doing quite well. There's one right up the street from us. Yeah, because, I mean, you're in your car and your windows are up, right? So Yeah. You just turn on the radio or like, or put the speaker in the window and like sh- roll it up or whatever the fuck you do with that shit. But yeah, it's just, you can't get much better than that. And then you can do like me and her and get food beforehand and go in there and eat it. <laughs> well, you can even put the little fucking screens in and keep your window down as long as you're like six feet away from people. There you go. So yeah, I'm thinking that's going to make a comeback. And I just saw in the news this morning that not here in the city, but somewhere else in Ohio, like there's movie like driving is opening back up again. Yeah, so it might be the next wave. It's like, yo, y'all can keep the movies playing on screens, but just do driving theaters. Fuck it, do it like nineteen fifties again, shit. Also, uh, shout out in a negative way to a restaurant, the well, the first restaurant to open up in, here in Fredericton, um, called the Cabin, because mm-hmm. they decided to take a picture when they opened up, and all their wait wait waiters and wait or sorry, their three waitresses were not wearing f- uh, masks. So good oh, on you, morons. <laughs> to which they quickly deleted the photo after people commented and then posted another photo of them wearing masks and then made a Facebook post about how people were keyboard warriors and annoying them and stuff. And I'm like, there, there is a fucking pandemic. Like, people are dying, you fucking idiots. I've been trying to get... I ordered, man, like, no joke. I've ordered face masks from two different fucking places online. One, I don't know where the fuck is that. Like, it, it was supposed to be here, like, on the fucking 5th, and it didn't show up. And it's like, hey, your shit's running late, and now it just says, in transport to the next facility. It said that since the 5th. I don't know what, I got probably customized. I'm like, where the fuck is my shit at? Jesus. And then another one I ordered, I don't know wh- what the fuck happened. There's no tracking number and shit for it. I don't know. I think I might have got jacked on that one. So it's like, it's rough out here to try and get a fucking mask. So you I was with, make one. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I did something better. I was with the spirit at the hair store. And uh, she went to go grab something. And I was thinking, I was like, wait, you know, they like, they, you know, corner stores, they getting their hustle on. I was like, I bet you they got masks. So I asked him, like, hey, y'all sell masks here? And he's like, yeah, we got masks. <laughs> I was like, I should have just came here. <laughs> like, of course, the corner store has, the corner store always has everything. They were yeah. just selling, like, you can buy, like, they had the box that they were using for themselves. They was like, yo, you give me a dollar, you can have one of these. <laughs> like, hustling. 
you can uh i actually we actually had someone uh make some for us like so, like fabric so that's the ones i ordered was like off etsy's and they were like like or made the order or some shit like that but i don't know what the fuck happened it ain't they for us the fucking post office doing something i don't know what they doing fucking world's going to hell but, but then my sister told me she ordered some like just for us and i need my brother and my dad so i guess she'll have one for me but it's like where the fuck are my she said though it's pissing me off <laughs> But yeah, or like, fuck it. Like you said, all y'all people out there, y'all need a face mask. Go to T Public and get a fucking home video hustle face mask. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there you go. You can get it. We got six different designs for you. you can get one that says hustle motherfucking hustle on it. Shit. Please tell me there's one with PJ's expression on it. Yes. All those, all you can get that design on anything. Nice. You can get the PJ just looking fucking annoyed right on your face. <laughs> speaking of pj i need to holler at that dude because as we're recording this he should be in town there you go but yeah man we almost at two and a half hours now so i think <laughs> we should be good yeah <laughs> so on that note i guess you got anything left to tell him uh have a good rest of your friday <laughs> oh go ahead you gonna do it <laughs> nah you, you go ahead i don't know if you listen to the resident evil episode but the spirit tried it and failed miserably have a good rest of your friday have a good rest of whatever the fuck day you're listening to this too there you go that's Are you, you can keep going you, you done oh you i thought you gonna keep it going bro <laughs> i don't wait okay let me try it again <clears throat> mm-hmm. have a good rest of your friday have a good rest of whatever the fuck day you're listening to this listening to this on uh I don't know what you say next. <laughs> I was gonna say you actually you fucked up from the jump because you missed one part. Oh, okay. So if nothing else left to be said, I just got to tell him that I'm Brent. Oh, okay, right. I'm Brendan. Have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever the fuck day you listen to this on. Don't watch what is it. Fuck this movie. It's not like don't let nobody trick you into saying it's high art. Let you know the people on the IMDb reviews like as we as Brendan read in that one where it had that line about whatever the fuck you said. I forget what it was now, but whatever that was, that just tells you that's the type of people that like this movie. If you're that type of person, you know what? Fuck you. Watch it. I don't care. But if you're a normal person like me and Brendan and most of the other parts of the world listen to this podcast, I'll take put like that. People listening to us right now, don't watch it. No, I know you're not the type of don't want to watch shit like that don't do it it's not worth it not at all but i can tell you though listen to us and listen to what were they thinking podcast though those shits are worth your time hey chip hey and for screening country hey there you go that's right <laughs> <laughs> and all the other castaways too fucking listen to everybody soup complex cult 45 everybody yeah donald trump jr podcast i'm just joking fuck that i don't even i don't even know if that's a thing <laughs> i hope not people be listening to it while they're fucking protesting in their earbuds with their guns and shit like yeah he's being the truth that's a pretty good impression i know right sounds just like the motherfucker <laughs> and on that note peace bye